Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. All right, how are you doing? I hope you're doing fine in podcast land, in Lepland. I hope you're having a nice morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time of day it is, wherever you are. Hello, welcome. Kate Billington is back on the podcast again in this episode. Uh, Kate is a popular guest. This is her fourth appearance on the show. Uh, just in case you don't know or in case you've forgotten, Kate is an English teacher like me. We work together in the same school. She also does stand-up comedy in the evenings sometimes, like me. Uh, Kate also makes cakes. She's uh, a professionally qualified cake maker. She makes cakes and pastries. And Kate loves cycling. And in fact, this episode is called Kate Billington Cycled to Berlin. So here is about two hours of Kate and me in conversation. Natural conversation, conversation that flows this way and that way as it moves forward. So yeah, two hours. It's another long episode. And so with this, I just invite you to join us, try to follow the conversation, see what bits of English you can pick up along the way. You don't have to listen to the whole thing in one go. Obviously, you can if you want to just join us for the whole two hours. Uh, but you don't have to listen to it all in one go. You can listen to some uh, and then stop. And then later, you can listen to some more. Uh, the, you know, the more you listen, the more you learn, but it's up to you. If you feel like after half an hour, that's enough for you. If you feel like you wanted a half an hour episode, listen to half an hour of this. But otherwise, if you're enjoying it and you're, you are captivated, keep going because the more you listen, the more you learn. Hopefully, um, we will keep this fairly entertaining and enjoyable for you all the way through with some jokes, some little stories and some little explanations of vocabulary or expressions or little cultural details. Um, consider listening to the audio version on your phone. You know what a phone is, right? Consider listening to the audio version, which you can just get in a podcast app on your phone. Uh, I use Pocket Casts, but you could use Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You could listen to the audio version. Just subscribe to Luke's English Podcast in your podcast app of choice. And the advantage of that is that you can do other things while you listen. Just put your headphones on and uh, you can just do other things while you're listening, which allows you to multitask. Like you could do some housework, you could drive, you could walk around somewhere, just walk around in a circle <laughs> uh, or, or alternatively walk to a specific place if you've got some shopping to do or something uh, while you're spending time on public transport, on the way to work and on the way back or whatever it is you're doing. Um, this is how most people listen to podcasts. They just listen to the audio version, allowing, which allows you to do other things at the same time. That's a, another way to do it. Alternatively, 
you could just close your eyes and just focus on the words, phrases and sentences that you can hear. But don't do that while driving a car or operating heavy machinery or any of those other dangerous things. Um, but there you go. Anytime you want to stop, you can just pause the episode and all podcast apps will remember where you paused so that when you come back to the episode, you'll be able to continue from that moment and then carry on. And ultimately, I think it's probably best not to think about the length of the episode, okay? Don't see this as a mountain that you have to climb. The length, it doesn't really matter. Just join us, get involved in our conversation, keep listening, enjoy it, and get carried away by the sounds of the English language in motion. One last thing before we start properly. This episode is called Kate Billington Cycled to Berlin. And that was the original plan for this episode, to talk about her long cycling adventure to Berlin, cycling all the way to, the, to that city. But in the typical way here on Luke's English Podcast, there were plenty of tangents, distractions and other talking points along the way to that main topic. Uh, and you'll see me trying to get there, but for some reason we end up talking about this, that and the other, which is fine. That's the whole spirit of this show. Um, so we do eventually talk about Kate's cycling trip. And there's also a story about a nice, a nice, no, that's not the word. Definitely not the right word. Not nice, nasty. There's a story of a very nasty cycling accident that Kate had recently, which will definitely hold your attention. So we do talk about those things, about the cycling, but it takes us a while to get there. Uh, when do we, when exactly do we start talking about the cycling trip and the cycling accident? Well, you'll have to wait and see. But keep listening because we do get there eventually. So now, without any further ado, let's now join my conversation with Kate. And we jump straight in with me attempting to start re the recording of the video and audio tracks while also making tea and talking to Kate all at the same time. It's exactly the same way that uh, the last episode with Kate started. Uh, so more of the same kind of stuff, more conversation with Kate. All right, good. So now I've said that, let's get started right now. And here we go. Click record here. So I have started. Okay. And uh, uh, the, uh, so my, de my decision there to start was based on, oh God, it's difficult to explain. Why? Well, because, okay, maybe I shouldn't have started now. I should have just finished the tea and then started. But uh, I just kind of think I'll just press record and then I don't have to worry. That's done. And then we can just carry on. And that's, you know. Living with regret now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Now we can say shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. Shoulda. Should we teach your students that expression? Go ahead. Shoulda, woulda, coulda is a song, isn't it? Is it Macy Gray? Could be. I don't know. Don't know that. You don't know that song? No, I don't think so. I'm not going to sing it because that this, would be embarrassing um, for everybody. Have you used this in an English lesson by any chance? I song? have. I've used it for pronunciation because it means um, should have mm. and would have and could have. So it's like it's about somebody regretting their like, I think it's about her regretting losing a partner or, or something right. like that, breaking right. up with somebody. Yeah. And the song says... The song says all the things that she should have done and could have done and would have done if she could go back and change it. But the song isn't called should have, would have, thank you, could have. It's, sh it's called shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. Because that's how we actually say it. Yeah, I should have done this. I should have, I should have put the milk in 
you know, before I started pressing, before I pressed record, I should yeah. have done that. I should have done this. I should have given yeah. Kate the tea earlier when I invited her onto the podcast last time. Yeah. I calculated it. It was, it was over 30 minutes that you had to wait. I think that's the first time in my life I've ever been 30 minutes without tea. <laughs> really? It's always like yeah. at least maximum 30 minutes. I'm a minute. chain tea drinker. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to, there's no, no more than 30 minutes between each cup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I would have refused to come back, except that you said lots of people listened to the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, see, that was I was just trying to find an excuse to use woulda. Right. That's why I said that sentence. I would have come um, back, but, I would, yeah. I would have refused. I would have refused. refused. Have refused. I refused I think except... It's, you know what? I think it's would have... I think mm, it's a v in there. Macy Gray's American, isn't she? Yeah, she is, yeah. So... Was I would have I would have refused, but was American? She, what? She changed she, her nationality, or she died? I think she might have died. Do you, really? I don't. She know. might have died. You did that. You, you did. You just might say have. that sentence. I said might have, didn't I? You I did didn't say might have. And so, and have the point we're trying to make for people who are actually here to listen to their English and mm. not find out whether or not Macy Gray is still alive mm -hmm. um, is that Americans would often say shoulda, yeah, and Brits would often say should have, yeah, but. Nobody would say in the context of a normal sentence should have with like the strong pronunciation of have unless they're unless they're emphasizing it for a certain reason. But well, I don't know what that reason would be. It's an auxiliary. Maybe if if you, if you say uh, I should have gone to the doctor, and they say you can't go to the doctor now, and you go no no no, I should have gone to the doctor. Uh, yes. So, but, but then you would probably also emphasize the gone. I should have gone. You'd no. probably still, but you'd say the have. You're right. You'd say the should. Have. should yeah, I should have gone to the doctor, but you can still. There's still time. No, I should have gone. Yeah, I yeah, suppose so. Yeah, you'd emphasize both. I she's suppose still alive. You would. Uh, sh yeah, she's still alive. Yeah. All oh, right. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Macy Gray. Um, how, how old is she? She's not even that old, is she? Natalie Renee McIntyre, known by her stage name Macy Gray, is an American R&B soul and soul singer and actress. She's known for her distinctive raspy voice yeah. and a singing style heavily influenced by Billie Holiday. Uh, Gray has released 10 studio albums and received right. five Grammy Award nominations, winning one. And she's still very much alive. I don't know why you thought that she'd passed away. I don't know. Yeah. Just now that Tina Turner's gone, I assume they've all gone. All singers. <laughs> all all R&B soul all singers. All great R&B soul singers have gone. <laughs> you heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tina Turner. That's yeah, pity. <sighs> Lost another legend. I heard about that in class. One of my students said it. Really? And I had to like lean on the table. And I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to need to take a minute. Yeah. Because I was very shocked. Same thing happened. And they all knew. <laughs> They all knew that yeah. you were shocked. No, they all knew that she had died and I was the last one really? to know. So they got to enjoy you yeah. receiving the news. They found it quite funny. Did they? <laughs> it was, to be fair, it was quite funny. Also, what, it's not... What, that you received the news and you were shocked? Yes. Not that, not uh, that she, she died. died. No, that's just sad. Yeah. It's quite sad, but it's not a tragedy, is it? She was 83. Yeah, she led, she led a good life. She had a good innings. I taught them that expression. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Only use that in Britain. They don't say that in the States then, or Australia, or... In... Oh, okay, so in, in cricket-playing countries, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But, so yes, maybe they would say in Australia, India, she... South Africa, I don't know. Shall we explain she had a good innings? I mean, yeah, this is on. since this is a learning English podcast. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, also, I'm not supposed to be like vain, but I've just noticed my hair's a bit weird, so I'm just going to fix that. Go ahead. 
So we're on video, obviously, uh, audio listeners. There is a video camera filming us, which is, you know, an interesting experience. We talked about that last time. This is what happens when you come onto my podcast. We just talk about the same thing we talked about in the previous episode. We do. Which is probably the thing we talked about in the previous episode we to did that. that last time. Somehow just go over the same ground every single yeah. time. Um, but yeah, so she had a good innings, right. Tina Turner. So innings. Yeah. So I think if you wanted to use a more international expression, you'd say she lived to a good age. Mm-hmm. You'd say it was a, 83 is a good age. Yeah. And that's, I think that would be quite universal as an expression. Yeah. But a good innings is, it refers to cricket mm-hmm. and it refers to a cricket score. So when you're batting, the goal is to get as many round, as many runs as possible. Yeah. And not, not, there are no goals involved. Though. Sorry, the, sorry. The goal, <laughs> the objective, <laughs> the objective is to get as many, as many runs as possible. And that's, and your innings is the amount of time that you're batting. Yeah, you can stay in for you can stay in for ages. You can you stay can in, bat until someone bowls you out. You can or stay in all. You, out. you could be in all day, or you could be in for several days. You could be in for several days, yeah. which would include multiple tea breaks. Yeah, because that's not even a joke. Because this is a British sport. It's great, isn't it? I love cricket so much. I miss cricket. Mm. I actually have a cricket ball uh, here. You do, um, which is just like a. It's just a really good sort of stress reliever. All right. Okay. It's. Um, just, just cricket balls are wonderful things. They're they're covered in leather and they've got these um, the uh, stitching, the, the stitching the seam down the middle, which is actually an important part of the game because you can, if you're bowling the ball, you have to bounce the ball and you can throw it so that it bounces on the seam and that makes it unpredictable. Is it going to go this way, that mm. way, uh, and other things? But uh, so yes, in cricket, um, if you are batting, if you are hitting the ball, you can stay there all day if no one gets you out, and if you do have a uh, a long innings um, and you stay there for a long time and you get a good score, then, yeah, you would say, oh, he had a good innings. Or L- she. Or she, yes. Were she to be a female cricketer. Yeah. Or they, were we to not know. Yeah, exactly. If it's if they're at a distance or it just wasn't uh, clear or yeah. or for some any other reason. Uh, but, um, um, so Tina Turner, yeah, we do say that about someone who's lived a good long life. Yeah. And it's a sort of a positive thing to say when someone has died. Yes. If they've if they've had a good long life, you can say, well, you know, he had a good innings, she had a good innings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we say it, I, I say it quite a lot. If somebody's yeah, if somebody's died at a, an age that suggests they lived a good life or yeah. lived a lived a plentiful life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. She had a good innings. I was still a bit upset when she died, mm-hmm. and I still had to lean on the table. Similar thing happened to me when David Bowie died. That one hurt, didn't it? Yeah, it did, because it was unexpected. And he just released an album and he was kind of like, you know, back in our thoughts and stuff like that. Like a week before I saw the video for for his latest single and it was strange and uh, it was weird and it disturbed me. The the video? The video did, yeah. For, is it Lazarus? Lazarus, I think it was, or Dark Star or something like that. It was very odd. Lots of sort of uh, what looked like occult imagery and references to his. Uh, his career and, and weird things. I didn't know what to make of it. I watched it early in the morning. The next week, I was just about to go into an English lesson and one of our colleagues, um, Rob, do you remember? Do I remember Rob? Do you rem- not, not the Rob that is there now, but oh, there was right. another. I was Dylan. Say, yeah, no, Dylan. I saw him on Dylan. Monday. Dylan, do you remember Dylan? Also still there now. No, he's not there. No, there's no, it was another Dylan. 
had another Dylan. Yeah, there's another Dylan. Yeah, Dylan uh, Walker. I think um, if there'd been two Dylans, I would have been. He, maybe more he aware left. Maybe he left before you kind of got a chance to meet him. Yeah, he does a yeah. does a podcast as well now called oh, English yeah. with Rob, even though his name is Dylan. But uh, yeah, Dylan is his middle name, or uh, I don't know, it's confusing. But um, okay. yeah, anyway, so he came into the teachers' room. It was like maybe ten minutes before I was due to go into class and start teaching. He came into the teachers' room and he's like, "David Bowie just died," <gasps> and I was like, "What? No. What? Yeah, you know." Um, and then I had to go in and teach and I was like, <clears throat> okay, uh, oh. so today's lesson is about <sighs> David Bowie died. <laughs> and one of my other students was a huge David Bowie fan and she was like, yeah, I know. Oh no, she was uh. new. Yeah, so the but whole lesson Ill. we were both like this. <sighs> yeah, he was ill, yeah. So that's, was that why his last album was about what his career had been? And I, Yeah, yeah, lots of sort of deep hidden meanings. and yes, um, yeah. A lot, lot of, lot of stuff like that. Yeah. The video's gone off. The, the, the cam, the computer's oh. gone into, went, the computer went to sleep, but we are still, uh, being filmed. The, the video is still rolling. All right. Okay. Um. All right. So, okay. Wow. We've already covered quite a lot of ground there. Yes. Yeah. We have. Yeah. Yeah. So you. Uh, do you have a, Do you have a plan for the podcast? Yeah, I do. I have, I, have a, I have a plan. Yeah. I, oh yeah. I, I did write some notes. Are but we going to talk about last? Like the last appearance? Yeah. Uh, that's not part of the plan. No, I thought that we would start by, well, let's see. So I saw you uh, recently, or you you texted me and you said, can I come back on the podcast? Yeah. I, was like, I said, of course you can. Um, and you said, because I want to talk about uh, cycling to Berlin. Yeah, I, I like, did want to talk great. about that. And then after I'd said it, I was like, I've not really got many stories about it, actually. Really? Because when you cycle somewhere, a lot of the time you're just, you're just on your own on a bicycle. Yeah. It's not really anecdote rich. Unless it's a tandem. Well, then you'd be on your own on a tandem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not necessarily... If you were me. <laughs> you're not necessarily going to have another person on it, are you? No. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like to cycle alone because, um, because other people are quite annoying. Mm -hmm. And I'm also quite annoying, especially on long holidays. Really? Yeah. Why? What happens? I just... So cycling's quite stressful sometimes because obviously you've got to get you've got to get to the place you want to get to by the end of the day and if you have things like punctures or if you get lost or anything like that then it's quite you can get quite stressed and then I get very angry and I shout at my bicycle or I shout at my phone or my GPS if I go wrong yeah and it's what, just what not kind of what nice. kind of things do you shout can you say um, you can, you I can swear. I if you, you could swear, or you could. I don't want to swear. No, okay. I don't think it's very yeah. polite. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Some there are times when swearing is appropriate, and one of those yeah. times is when you're cycling and you're trying to get to a certain place, and you're climbing up a hill or something like that, and yeah. things are difficult, and you're you, you have frustration, and you vent it against you vent it at a, an inanimate object, um, which I think is fine because the inanimate object can take it, and I do always say sorry as well afterwards I always feel bad and then I always think if it's maybe it's not as inanimate as I think it is and maybe it's going to be angry with me and stop working yeah you never know especially, you never know. especially with your phone because they're that oh, close yeah. to, to, to being sentient now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You've got to be careful what you say to your phone. I mean, I've got a very old phone, so I think it's quite far from being sentient, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. But I... I um, I don't really apologise to my phone. I don't. I don't like my phone. So, yeah. Where can, is it? It's in. The, it's in my bike helmet. 
If really? you can probably hear it's me. Just there. Just <laughs> yeah. Just, your phone's just feeling sad. I don't like phones in general, you know. No? no because they're, they're just... I don't like the fact that you kind of... Well, you don't have to have one. But I feel like I have to have one. Yeah. You know? No, I know. Completely. Um, yeah. I mean, they're obviously very useful, but also we have to have them now, don't we? Yeah, it's kind it's of like choice anymore. We've been forced to kind of do that now. Uh, but yeah, they're often I am much happier when I take steps to put the phone away. I keep it in my bag and I'm like, right, I will not check it. Because, you know, we're being psychologically manipulated and we just uh, have to, we just pick it up without even realising it. Like the decision's yes. been made for us. Yes. Like you will now pick up your phone. You haven't picked up your phone for, for however many minutes. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah. Um, and I I'm, check my, you know, it, it hasn't gone off because no one texts me or calls me ever. But I'll check it just in case. Yeah. Why? There was, you know, you know Sandy Toxfig? Yes, the comedian. The comedian. Who's, yes. Who's brilliant in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But she had a joke about how that's like just opening your front door just in case somebody's there. <laughs> That's so true. That's basically what I'm doing. Just mm. like open the, is there someone here? No, there's not. Okay, I'll close it again. Mm -hmm. That's basically what you do when you're just checking your phone but for no good reason. When you do check your phone for no good reason, yeah, mm. it's like opening your front door just to check if someone's there. But it's also like finding yourself standing at the door with the door open and you're like, Oh, I was going to the kitchen to make a yes. cup of tea and I'm standing at the door. And for some reason, you're standing at the door. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I do that with like, you know, Twitter. I'll go on my phone Ooh, yeah. because I need to get, I need to find an email that someone sent me from last week because yeah. I've got to do a specific thing. And then I realize, and then I'm scrolling through Twitter and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I thought I was doing an, How writing an email. How yeah. did this happen? Um, because you open your phone and there it is. And then, and then boom, it gets to you like that. But you but, can get apps. Sorry, I cut you off. That's all right. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I'm going to say it now. Um, <laughs> um, you can get apps that stop you from accessing certain other apps mm -hmm. at times that you fix, can't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can't open Facebook except between this time and this time, or Twitter in your case. or. But in order to, to do that, you need to go into your phone, open up that app and decide the hours that you want well, and yes, what would happen to me is I'd go time. in I'd be like right I'm going to set my <laughs> my my allowances or my time windows and then oh I'm on Twitter so you'd never actually never actually it. get there never because there's always some other app that's like hey yeah jumping in the way that is what they do yeah <laughs> literally yeah that is what they, yeah, yeah kind yeah, of yeah. yeah so I think that's why I don't like my phone I, I tend to find I have happier more fulfilling moments when I'm when I keep my phone at a distance mm. you know you, you kind of live in the moment a lot more mm. um, and that's that's good yeah mm. so all right so cycling to Berlin then yes so you're going to tell us about this yes let's see let's see where this takes us probably to Berlin <laughs> probably in terms of the conversation yes. so okay when where how why uh, what which uh, uh, whom um, which which what? which I don't know which which uh, which route did you take? Ah, uh, good good question. Ah. What's the difference between what and which? That's a question that students ask me sometimes. Oh, I would say well, the reason I asked then when Luke said which, mm -hmm. I said which what, because which suggests a choice between multiple options. Mm. So we can use it either when the options are clear, like here, which route did you take? Mm. So you're talking about the various possible routes from Paris to Berlin. Um, or if it's just implicitly clear, like if you said, which colour is your favourite? There's obviously a, a yeah. limited number of colours. Yes. Yeah. Although, of course, 
some people would argue that that is not a limited number of colours. Well, there's the illim- really well because it's well, it, I suppose it is limited, but all of the possible shades. Yeah, you get that kind of spectrum. Mm. Um, yeah, have okay. I see every colour. I don't know if we have. See what you mean. But anyway, it's it's still when works you as when you example. go on the internet and you want to choose a colour for a particular thing, if you're making some artwork or something, then yeah, then mm. there are many, 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 many little codes and subcodes, and yeah, if you yeah. break it down, that's true. But you could still say which colour is your favourite. Yeah. But probably what is your favourite colour would be the most common question. So, anyway. So the point is that which is normally when there's a, a sort of limited number of options available. Yes. For example, if you've got like uh, three cakes on the table, which cake would you like? Um, we have got cake. I know, yeah. On Ka- that note. I should say Kate brought cake, is of course. Is that why you thought of the example of cakes? There's not a choice of cakes. Uh, well, cake is always a good example for, for yeah. most most situations. It's All of my examples are about cake and Yeah. Class. Kate did bring cake, I should say. The ca- yeah. Kate brought the cake, not the cake brought Kate. Has that, that wouldn't be possible. It would be interesting if, if a if cake, cake brought, brought you here. Uh, I don't know how that would be possible. Who knows? One day when the cakes become sentient as well as the phones, yeah. then um, maybe we'll be riding around on cakes. That's the future we have to look forward to. But I think cakes have got further to go than phones. I'm going to put that out there in terms of sentience. But phones are always developing, always sort of changing, yeah. apparently getting better. But cakes, you know, maybe they, they've finished, you know, they're already great. And they are. They don't need to be improved, you know, as a as a concept. Mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. So you did bring cake, uh, which you have Would in. Do you a, like some cake? Well, you know what? Often I will uh, share comments uh, from the comment section. One said it's rude to eat on a podcast. Yeah. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> I read that, and I, I I have to say to that person, I'm I'm sorry, you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Really. Really? Because, okay, so... Why? The, do, you, do you think it's well, rude to eat on a podcast? First of all, the vast majority of comments were extremely positive. Oh, okay. And it You're going to tell me about the negative ones? No, no, no. I love I'm not, this. Go on. No, I, the, I'm just saying this just for posterity, you know, just so right. everyone knows. Like, the vast number of comments are positive. And yeah. whenever I talk about comments, if I ever bring up negative comments, I always feel like I should balance it by saying that most people's comments were positive. So I don't, first of all, give the impression, like... Uh, you know that that one comment out of a uh, hundred comments was negative. That by just talking about the negative mm. one, that that somehow it makes it more significant than the others. You don't want to give it more weight. Yeah, exactly. Than yeah, you should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, uh, I can't remember the other points I was going to make in my list. I think I said what, several reasons, but never mind. Yes. That'll, what the first one will do. Um, but yeah, so vast majority of comments were positive, but there was one comment that simply said, I think eating on a podcast is rude. It's like yeah. that's, that was the contribution that that person made to, to the conversation. Um, there was- don't, you, don't you think so, though? Because I think that person, you know, although, you know, that was the only thing they said. Yes. I think that person might have a point that there's a, <gasps> that as, you know, that there's one that, you know, when people are listening, they don't necessarily want to hear... Could you background. hear that? No, I don't think we could. I don't think that uh, eating was audible. Well, because I think, I think when I ate, because it was only me who was eating as well, wasn't it? Because you'd already eaten. That's right. I gave you some of the cake some that I'd cake. bought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that when I ate, I ate while you were talking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so you were like eating, and off. was away from the microphone. Yeah. So I think it's rude to eat in somebody's ear. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Mm. 
Um, and if you eat into a microphone that you know people are going to listen to, that's like eating into someone's ear. Yeah. So if the listener can hear the sounds of eating, yes. that's rude. I think that's rude. But if the listener is aware that a human is eating yes. in the room, mm. that's not rude per se, is it? Because I wouldn't say that's rude. But I don't, I'm not 100% sure that you couldn't ever hear me eating. But I think... Yeah, maybe there was just one single like sound in the background. Maybe it was just like the wind blowing the door against the, the door frame. <laughs> not it that sounds that sounds like not... me eating. <laughs> I do have a large mouth, but not quite <laughs> that large. Yeah, no, that's not really anything like the sound of anyone eating. But um, No. <laughs> when there's a little background noise, sometimes these sounds can... can Become indistinguishable from each other. Sure, you know? yeah. sure. <laughs> um, oh so dear. I would disagree with that person. Yeah. So what you're saying is that there's a difference between eating on the podcast and then eating uh, professionally, professional podcast eating, which is eating away from the microphone oh. only when another person is talking. So you're not going, mm, yeah, good point. You know, not that. But instead, which you've now done. Which I've now done, but there was no food in my mouth, so that, was a simu- that wasn't real eating. So would that person eating. find it more polite for you to make eating noises while not eating, mm-hmm. or to eat but stay away from the microphone? Eat but make no noises, or make noises but not eat. Which one is worse? Yeah, that's the question. Mm. That's the question. To pretend to be eating into everybody's ears. So if I'm going, mm-hmm, lovely cake, delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Thanks, Lee. Yeah, you can put headphones on, by the way, Kate. I've got I've, why, so I can hear that. More yeah, so clearly. you can hear that even more. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to ask about the headphones. Actually, should yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that you can put them on if you. Why, if, why if, should I put them on? Uh, just in case you um, want to get a sense of your proximity to the microphone. Oh. You know, because oh, that can yes, that I can get it now. That, that can help. Can you hear? Can you hear that? Yeah. Do, do, louder, quieter. I don't know. Okay, well, that's. I think it's about the same volume as you. People do sometimes ask me that uh, in comments. Why are you wearing headphones? They Mm. don't ask it in that voice, but that's the voice that enters my head when I read that comment. And um, it's just because it helps you monitor the sound. It helps you know if you're close or far from the microphone, Mm. you know, and because of the proximity effect, you see, the closer you are to the microphone, the more you sound like uh, you're on the radio. And the further away you get, you know, you can use the proximity for different purposes. If you want to shout, for example, you shout off the microphone. If you want to, if you want to whisper, you have to whisper close to the microphone. So hearing your own voice through the microphone helps you to deal with all of those things. Professional podcasting advice. Uh, All I was thinking while you were talking was this would be a great time for me to have a bit of cake. (laughs) Yeah, because I was like, now he's going off on Luke, one. Luke is talking for a while. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all right. But Do I don't cake? know what's uh, the jury conclusion. Out. What's the conclusion? But I, well, you've you've given it. You've you've made it an audience participation question. I have. But this isn't a live podcast. Yeah, I know. So how will we know? Ultimately, I'm the boss. I decide. I all think right. we can eat, but we eat responsibly. And if you're it's listening, like drinking alcohol. You should do that responsibly yeah. as well. Yeah, most things. I think you should do most things responsibly. Yeah, that's true. But certainly some of them should be done with uh, more of a sense of responsibility than, yeah. than others because like drinking alcohol can go badly wrong. Yeah. Whereas drinking tea, is how wrong can it get? I mean, you might need to rush to the loo after a, a certain amount of time. That's but true. That's, that's probably as bad as it's going to get, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you could slosh it all down yourself. Mm-hmm. Tea is hot, so you could spill it on someone and, that, and actually quite hurt them. Yeah. 
So these are examples of how you should drink tea responsibly. Yeah. There we go. Make sure it goes into your mouth and down yeah. your throat and not all over someone. And not all over someone <laughs> or yourself, because you could burn yourself and that would be inconvenient. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well... See, I just heard you drinking the tea. I know. Oh, God, I'm sorry <laughs> to that person. Genuinely, right? That, no, I that, do that, get that it. person who commented and said that thought that was rude, I, you know, we don't mean to be rude or anything. I'm sorry if your experience was diminished by this, the, the even the thought of a person eating. Yeah. Um, I get it, but I don't, I don't think you could hear us eating. You could hear me eating. But perhaps I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It we'll see when that person known. comes back with a similarly uh, yes. uh, 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 Kurt uh, reply. Mm. Mm. Maybe their name is Kurt. Yeah. I don't, um, think, I don't think it was, but... Okay, <laughs> not a very common so, okay, name. Look, 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 look at this, uh, everyone, video right. viewers. Uh, listeners will describe... Can we that, see if the video is working? That, yeah, the video is working, so my computer just kind of went to sleep. But then how do you oh, know... Oh, the, the computer's locked. It is, it continues to record even in the background. No, I was going to say, how do you know... What can be seen on yeah. camera? Oh, right, okay. So, what I, it well. I need to describe this to the audio listeners. I'm holding a tin in my hands. It's a circular, a round tin yep. with uh, Marmite uh, on the front, a, a yes. picture, a nice design of a jar of Marmite. There's a whole other conversation that could be done. Marmite is a sort of a yeast extract spread, which is a great way of selling it. But anyway, what's... Cont- <laughs> also describing it because nobody listening to that knows what that tastes like. no. <laughs> Well, that's yeast extract. Let's let's put marmite. But that is what it is. Let's put marmite on the side for a moment. All right. And we may come back to marmite. I think but we should because it's very easy for us to get distracted by one thing or another, especially marmite. And, and I'm holding this thing, and I've got to, you know, I've got to continue. Do you want to take the lid off. Um, right. So, all right, metal tin. It's round. There's a nice picture of marmite on the front, but that's not uh, uh, what's inside. We take off the lid. What do we have inside? Cupcakes. Cupcake. Beautiful cupcakes. Oh, I can smell them as well. I can smell yeah. vanilla. Yeah. Good. So, can you describe the cupcakes? Yes. So, um, the cupcakes. I brought cupcakes because last time I think I talked about cake, but I hadn't brought it. Mm-hmm. And it was the first video episode we've done. And I felt um, quite self-conscious about the fact that I hadn't actually brought cake, even though it's suddenly a visual medium. You know, most people don't bring cake to things. You know that. <laughs> It's not like a, the standard that you have to try That's to... That's how I make all my friends. Yeah. I bring cake. You bribe them with cake. Yes. And then people are like, oh, we should invite her to stuff because she'll bring cake. Mm-hmm. This, this is how I make my friends. During lockdown, I was studying patisserie at home and became friends with all of my neighbours because I live alone. Yeah. So I was making loads and loads of patisserie. So I would make like 16 croissants and then be like, "Wow, I should probably deliver these to people <laughs> instead of eating them alone. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. You're really contributing to the... To the community. Yeah, and then I became friends with those people. And incidentally, they invited me to Berlin. That's why I went to Berlin. Ah. But anyway. It does um, all connect. It, it does, does all make sense. Um, so the cakes are, um, so you, you said you can spell vanilla. Yeah, I think so. So what kind of cake would they be in British cake terms? Uh, Victoria sponge. Correct. <laughs> 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 oh, I got it right, listeners. Victoria it's testing if you're really British or not. Victoria sponge cake is, uh, it's yeah, it's kind of kind of cake that's got vanilla flavouring in it. Yes, it's um, it's a very sort of simple cake. Um, they have the same cake in French, and they call it the four quarters. They're wrong. It's Get Victoria sponge. It is Victoria sponge. Yeah. But they they call it that because it's there are four parts essentially, the same quantity of each: butter, sugar, flour, and eggs. Mm. Um, and then you also for the flavouring you put in vanilla essence. 
and um, baking powder, which was invented um, quite near in time to the coronation of Queen Victoria. So when Queen Victoria was crowned, they invented a new like national dish, as they do for coronations, mm-hmm. as you've probably mentioned on your podcast. Um, and baking powder was a British invention that was taking off because it makes cakes rise and it makes them light and fluffy. So it was quite a quite a revolution in cake yeah, making. Yeah. Um, and therefore they made this this sponge where previously all the kind of cakes that were made in the UK and I think in many cultures were much heavier mm. and they would be you know, like fruit cakes with dried fruit, raisins, that sort of thing. So it would be a heavier cake, whereas now they had learned how to make lighter cakes. And that's why um, the Victoria sponge ended up being the coronation dish when Queen Victoria was crowned. That's that's from my memory. I might have got a few facts a little bit wrong. Um, yeah, no, it's, um, I'm not sure. No, I, no I, I can't fact I check that's that right. in my own head. But it sounds right. Yeah. This makes sense. Victoria yeah. sponge cake, named after Queen Victoria, because of all the things you said. I'm not just going to repeat them. No, you, know, you can. I could, but why? That why might be I? why our last episode was two hours. Yeah, just repeat everything you say. <laughs> um, I do that a lot. But uh, when Queen Elizabeth was crowned, yes. there was a coronation dish as coronation well. Coronation chicken. Coronation chicken. Yeah. Which is, what is coronation chicken again? Do you, do you know? Do you know the... It's, it's chicken... Yeah. In a sauce. And it's a yellow sauce. It's got almonds and raisins in. Right. There must be some sort of like turmeric or yes. something like that in it. Probably something, some kind of spice from India or something like that, right? Uh, yes. It's kind of like a, a very watered down, milded version, like English version of an Indian dish. Like, it's very mild, yeah. yeah it's, it's not spicy it's not at spicy all. It's not spicy at all, yeah. No, it's very creamy. So it's kind of like a chicken in a, in a creamy sauce uh, with raisins and almonds and probably some spices and stuff, but yes. it's not it's not actually hot, spicy. No, it's quite nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when King, Ch- uh, King Charles was crowned, what was it? Coronation it's a quiche. quiche. But the French apparently were not happy with this because it, apparently, I didn't even look at the recipe, I heard it wasn't actually a quiche. Because it doesn't have cream or yeah, I'm egg? Not, I'm not I don't sh- know. I'm not sure what, according to the French, uh, makes a quiche a quiche. And is it like creme fraiche or egg or something I that think, has to be in there? I think it needs to have egg and cream right. to be a quiche. And, this and quiche, otherwise it's a tart. I see. Because okay. like, you can have like a you can have a sweet tart like an apple tart, or you could have a savoury tart like a vegetable tart. And so, if it doesn't have egg and cream, I think it's a tart and not a quiche. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think. So the 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 coronation quiche, as yeah. it was called, mm. what, what was it? It was it was vegetarian. I have no idea what it was. It was vegetarian, which made some people angry. Why? Because they're idiots. <laughs> Sorry, you're not supposed to call people idiots. It has to be the sacrificial killing of a creature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they wanted they wanted to put um, an, a, a Remainer in it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that was a very old Brexity joke. Yeah. Let's not explain it. It's not funny. No. Okay. Um, um, but it, I think there was wanted, courgette. There was courgette in it, right? It was a kind of vegetable maybe. tart of some I'll, kind. I believe you. I think it was vegetarian because I think I remember people being angry yeah. about that. Probably shouldn't talk about it anymore because neither of us know what, yeah, was, what we're was actually inventing. in it. We're making yeah. it up. But I'm pretty sure there was courgette or some other, maybe broccoli or something. And the overall impression I got of the coronation quiche was that could be very soggy. That was my yeah. first thought. Good that it's vegetarian. Nice one, Charles. Uh, but uh, yeah. soggy, probably quite soggy, but 
Who knows? He no. probably didn't cook it himself. I doubt it. Maybe he likes cooking. I don't know. No How idea. Would you know? Well, I don't know. Mm. Uh, you just uh, She's probably have mentioned it. Yeah, I expect so. So, mm, lovely cupcakes. Yeah. Victoria sponge. Yeah. With um, what do you call the buttercream? Buttercream. Buttercream. Whipped buttercream on the top. Yeah. And a raspberry. Yeah. Which is the the proverbial cherry on top of indeed oh my goodness we're going to do the cherry on the here cake here we go again. again the cherry on top of the again. cake it's a, actually a raspberry this time yeah it is the raspberry um, on top of the cupcake when you eat when you eat it mm-hmm. you have to you have to cut it in half oh yeah Why? down the middle because there's a surprise in the middle <laughs> what have you put in this <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined it now because it, it would have been better if you hadn't known but then I think that might have ruined the eating quietly I'm curious plan. to know what, what's inside these it's now not, what kind it's of nothing, surprise it's nothing revolutionary no no I or, don't think so yeah okay am I going to be able to drive after I've eaten <laughs> yes do you drive no well you know, <laughs> operate heavy machinery <laughs> do you do that no not really but you know what I'm saying yeah yeah um yeah, and it's not like in the middle I've put like minced beef or something. It's not. It's a good surprise. It's a good surprise. Hmm. I reckon there's chocolate in the middle. Do you know? Yeah, that's what I reckon. Maybe something like a kind of a a, 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 a hazelnut chocolate or something like that. I, I Are you going for Nutella, but not naming the N- brand? Nutella, but not Nutella. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. A better version, like without all that palm oil and grief inside. You know, orangutan um, grief. It's the second time we've talked about orangutans. Today. I think we started talking about orangutans before we start before oh, we press records. So and they're okay. like, "What orangutans? I don't remember this reference." It's very rude to talk about orangutans without <laughs> without context. Oh, so I read some other comments. One said that I laugh too much. Oh yeah, there was one so, person who just took exception to, and I and I think I replied saying, "I think you'll find that Paul Taylor, who's a regular guest on this podcast, is famous for his, for laughing on the show." Yeah. Uh, so you don't famous a, for it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's famous for laughing uh, on on the show. Uh, in fact, there's a they've got a jingle. Yeah, I don't really do jingles they've that much. They've got a jingle. Yeah, who? Amber and who's Paul. They? Amber oh. and Paul have got a jingle, oh. and in the jingle, it's basically. A condensed version of all the th- comments that people had made about the two of them. The first one is that Amber's got a lovely voice. Oh, uh, the, and the second one is she that, has. She does, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second one is that Paul um, laughs, and everyone enjoys his laughter. Oh wow! So it's like, okay, so he can laugh. That's fine, but uh, not, not, not Kate. No. no laughing from Kate. No laughing. No eating. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I feel like my right to drink tea is hanging by a thread right now. You just. We're just. In, we're asking for it now. I'm going to do it anyway. Someone's going to. Someone's um, going to say no liquid. No. No, no, no imbibing <laughs> of liquids allowed. Kate was breathing too much. Yeah. Um, so can I switch the? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. It's still recording. I don't, but I don't like to not be able to see it. Really? Yeah. You just need to know that the video is recording. Every now and then, listeners, my laptop goes to sleep yeah. and the screen goes all uh, dark. And Kate's like, ah, oh, no, what's happened? I don't know why, because it's not like it's nice to watch yourself. I think it's because I'm, I'm checking if I'm still very red. And the answer is yes. I'm just thinking, is this microphone, uh, is this positioned correctly? Cause, I don't know. It's your, yeah, your job. I don't want it to like get in the way so that people can't actually see you. But at the same time, I want it to be able to capture your voice should i move uh, uh is that this good? Is good this is good yes yeah. that yeah. is good yeah to, uh, 
German. I know, yeah. Because yeah. you cycled to Berlin. This is, I think this episode might be called Cycling, Kate Billington cycled to Berlin. Kate, and we cycled it, and it around took, the topic. It took us 90 <laughs> minutes to actually talk about it. Um, no, but... I just wanted to say one other thing about your comments. Some people said that I laugh too much, which... No, just one person. But some people said that they didn't understand me because yeah, I talked yeah. too quickly. Oh, and no. I think somebody said because I talked too quickly and because I was laughing. That was just... The laughing is just one person. We Are forget you sure? about that. Yeah, if it's just one person and then forget about it. Okay, so... Um, but I have but, had that comment before. What, that you're difficult to understand? No, that I laugh too much. Like on the mini English lessons. You uh -huh. know those. Quite a few of those have comments underneath that just say things like, why is she always laughing? And I think that is valid because I'm laughing at nothing. Some of them say she's laughing at nothing. And that's true. But you know what? I don't think it's just you. I think this is a sort of maybe an English thing. And I've noticed this too in various places that uh, in, us, us English people, we do. And I don't know if it's just English people or whatever. But uh, we do sort of laugh sometimes when there isn't necessarily an obvious thing to laugh about. No one has made a joke. You just say something whatever, and then there's laughter. What, what does that laughter mean? What, why, why do we do this? Is it because we're awkward as yeah. a nation? Yeah, I think we're awkward, yeah, which just means that we're a bit socially uncomfortable. So we mm. laugh as a way of saying what? What does that laughter actually mean? It's like, uh, um, I guess it's kind of like, uh, I'm finding this a little bit funny because, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I was laughing awkwardly, though. I am British, but I'm not a very awkward British person. Mm -hmm. mm, it's hard to explain. It's hard much. to explain, isn't it? Yeah. But again, we shouldn't probably shouldn't dwell too much on no, what, well, what some individuals find a bit annoying. For because. that, I'm, I'm just going to continue to be someone who laughs too much. It's you know, there's there's going to be something you don't like about everyone, and if that's the thing you don't like about me, I think it's okay. Maybe yeah. there are other things. Maybe maybe now all the comments will be a list. Things we don't like about Kate. Number one, she laughs too much. <laughs> number two, she doesn't care that she laughs too much. But number three is valid. She talks too quickly. So I'm going to make an effort on this one mm -hmm. to talk more slowly. Yeah, but you say that, right? Mm -hmm. But again, I mean, I've, having done this for quite a long time and having read a lot of comments over the years yes. and received emails and all the rest of it. Okay, so... On one hand, yes, we should try to maybe control the speed of speaking and stuff mm. like that. But if we if we speak too slowly and if people get the impression that we are adapting our speech, mm. other people will come in the comments and say, speak naturally, please speak normally. Ah. We want you to speak at the natural speed. We can understand you, but we can't understand native speakers. We need to get practice of listening to people speaking at natural speed. Okay. So there's there's going to be someone else. If we make that change, someone else is like, why did you move it? It was better when it was here. Yes. You know. You can't please everyone. You can't please everyone. It's true. So it's true. Sometimes and if you, you try, gotta... you'll please no one. Yeah. Mm. That's right. Yeah. All right. But I do think I was speaking too quickly. And... Well, I understood you. Yes. So how do you judge speaking too quickly? What? Hmm... Maybe one of the reasons you understood me, though, is because we have a lot of cultural mm -hmm. commonalities. Is that commonalities? You're speaking American English again. I what did you say last time? You said it in a in an American accent. Oh, it was like uh, something else you you said, and I said, "I'm sure that it should be spoken." It's, it's how we speak in <laughs> in Great Britain, in uh, His Majesty's land. Where's my phone? There it is. I don't know.
I could tell you what the word was. So you, oh, you were saying. Did you write it down? No, because someone commented on that just uh, today, I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah, curious. yeah. Curious? Yeah. It was like, Luke was right. I checked the dictionary and. <laughs> it wasn't really oh. it wasn't really a thing to disagree about, don't worry. Uh, That's okay. I believe that you were right. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, this is fun. Luke looks up something on his phone during yeah, the episode. I tell a so you were you were talking no, you were talking about how uh, we understand each other because, because we have a lot of commonalities, a lot yes, of things in a lot common, of things, a lot of cultural things in common. We have quite similar accents mm-hmm. and similar patterns of speech. I think it's. I think I do speak more slowly if I'm speaking to somebody whose first language is English but who isn't British. Oh yeah. Yes. So if you're speaking to to Dylan, not the the Dylan I mentioned, but the other, the Dylan, other Dylan who's from uh, the states, he's from New York, right? If you're speaking to Dylan, it's like you have to speak very slowly <laughs> to Dylan because he's American. He doesn't understand. He's American. He's from the. He's he, from, yeah. Yes. No. What I mean is, there's some vocabulary I probably wouldn't use. Yeah. Like what? What if you saw Dylan? Who's from America? The North America, the United States of America. Yeah. I mean, because there are some people who like get annoyed when you say America when you mean the United States of America. Mm, understandably, yeah. yeah. Um, so, what would it well, be? It's true, he is from America, but we can be more it, precise. True. Yes. Um, yeah. So it'd be like some English sentence, like "All right, mate, ooh, apples and pears." Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Not that you would use... That's not, not what I meant, but... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, once I... Um, Can't find this comment, by no, the way. No, I don't. That's Never okay. Mind. Let Never me know mind. another time. Yeah. Once I had, like, a text conversation with an American friend who was going to meet me somewhere, and um, he said, I'm just getting some food on my way. Do you want me to get you anything? Mm-hmm. And I replied, no, I've already eaten tar. <laughs> and he yeah. arrived to visit me, or to... I don't know what we were doing to hang yeah, out. Yeah. Um, and he said, what's tar? What, you what ate did you some eat? Tar? Yeah, but it's tar spelled T-A. And it, it just means thank you. Um, but it's very British. And I think it's also used in New Zealand and maybe in Australia, potentially. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, I'm, New Zealand, I'm pretty sure about, but I don't know about Australia. Um, so it is used in other places, but it's not used in America, in the USA. It means thanks, by the way. It means thanks. I did say that. Did you? You did. Okay. Just clarify. So. Well, you know, I have to repeat everything you say. <laughs> you have to repeat everything I say. I have to repeat everything you say. God. Good. Um, so I said, yes, exactly. When I said, to, I said to him, I've already had some tar. He thought that was a food item that I had eaten. Yeah. So then he arrived and wanted to know what tar was. Yeah, and you're like, it's like Marmite. (laughs) (laughs) It's very British, you wouldn't understand. This is still this is still here in the background, by the yeah. way. Meaning we have to talk about this. Are you putting it on I'm a shelf gonna, so, we can, so we can so we can see it? The listeners will see it, and we will forget about it. Love it. Um, can we have more tea? The listeners will see it. Did you did you get that? Oh. Um, that was a mistake. I meant the viewers will see it. The listeners will be able to hear the uh, the, the the marmite the, calling to us. The, the tin lid. They'll you'll be able to hear it on the shelf at the back of the room. You won't. I think obviously. I'm going to sneeze now. Oh my god! Another one. Another taboo in is podcasting. That, am I allowed to sneeze? You have to say excuse me now. Excuse me. Yeah. You didn't say bless you. Bless you. I was too busy, like, uh, <laughs> wicket-keeping for, the, <laughs> for your sneeze. So <laughs> many cricket references today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sneezing. Yeah, yeah. I've sneezed on the p- podcast in the past and have not said 
excuse me, because normally we don't... Ex- I normally do say excuse me, but I was distracted by the fact that there was a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. you see what I mean? A lot going on. That's There's why not I just, that much going that's on. That's why I just press record and then that's done. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've sneezed on the podcast before and I had comments saying... I think it was very rude that you didn't say excuse me. Yeah, after you it's true. You should say excuse me. You should do, especially if you sneeze directly into someone's ear. I didn't do that. You I didn't. caught the sneeze. Yeah, you did. You caught the sneeze, meaning you didn't let the sneeze pow come out explosively. No, no. I didn't is, even open my mouth. It's the healthier way to sneeze, I have to say. Not for other people. Not for other people. <laughs> true. Only for the person who's sneezing. Good point. <laughs> but I've, I've been told that uh, if you hold a sneeze in, that uh, you lose a few brain cells when you sneeze. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that's one of those nonsense facts. <laughs> that's not. I don't believe that for a second. Firstly, we're all losing brain cells all the time anyway. Uh-huh. You lose a brain cell by laughing or nodding. Or they lose a, a brain cell when you laugh as well, apparently. Apparently they do. Yeah. Um, really? But then we, we're also developing new ones. No, I think that stops after a certain age. Oh, right, yeah. We're only going downhill now. I'm not sure what age it is. I, I, well, this is my very vague understanding of brain cells, that there are so many of them that we are just constantly losing them. Every like, every minor impact means you lose brain cells. We don't make new ones? I don't know about the new ones. I think I don't. I think that's. Um, I think that stops after a certain age. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> yeah 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 well my listeners can tell if any any long-term listeners if you've been listening to this show for let's say over 10 years uh you can give me an assessment of whether you think i've developed any new brain cells in that time or if it's just been a downward uh trend since mm. the first time maybe you first listened you thought luke's reasonably intelligent and these mm. days he's like who am I listening to? A, like a chimpanzee who found a microphone? What's what is this? Yeah, maybe yeah. they are thinking that. Can I can I segue into a, a little language point? Sure. Don't you think it's interesting that the expression "to go downhill" mm-hmm. could be positive or negative? Because if, or not exactly to go downhill, but like, for example, it's all downhill from there. It could mean everything's got easier. Yeah. It's like riding a bike, right? You're riding uphill, that's hard work. And then you get to the top of the hill or the top of the mountain or whatever. And then it's all downhill from there. It's so easy. Yeah. You just freewheel. So if you're talking about literally, so there's the literal expression and then there's the idiomatic no, version. Because if you said, if you were working on like a long term project, mm-hmm. you could say, like, right, I need to get all of these aspects of the pro- project done and lined up, and then it's all downhill from there. But wouldn't you, don't you think, though, that the potential, because this, so the expression can mean mm. you're essentially freewheeling, like on a bicycle, the best part of riding a bike when you go down a hill. Way, yeah, brilliant. Easy. You just freewheel all the way down. Yeah. But also, it, we use it to mean. Uh, you know, when you you get to fifty years old, and then you know you've 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 lost so many brain cells, it's basically all downhill from there. It's not getting any it's, better. Everything's getting worse. That's everything. Things are getting, going da- getting, down. Getting worse, which is something that I think people say, right? Um, After fifty, that seems young. I heard someone say that on a podcast recently. Was it yours? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't just me hearing myself say it just now. Just now, um, no. I heard that. That's so funny. I heard it thirty seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, that was no, that was me. That was me. But I heard it on a podcast. I think yesterday, uh, talking about you get to fifty and then it's all downhill from there. Basically, they uh, meant everything gets easier. But you, it's you like see, riding a bike. It, yeah, maybe. 
in the last episode, you disagree with this because you, your belief is that as you get older, you get yes, better. Yes, we talked about ageing. Yeah, I said. And I, you talked that, about being a grumpy old man. No, you told you talked. I'm doing it. Look, I'm pointing. I'm pointing. Grumpy old man. Uh, you talked about me being a grumpy old man. Because I you pointed about at me, me, probably. I talked about me becoming wise like a wizard, and you were like, "What?" Because I think in your head, when I said that the older I get, the more like a wizard I become. I think in your head, you were like, "What?" Like Harry Potter, they're children. Wizards. No? Anyway, we're getting I don't very... think that's what happened. Okay. Did I mention Harry Potter? No, but that's why I'm that I'm just I I'm I think I'm reading that. I'm I, I thought that oh god. So I said as I get older I feel kind of good because I'm gonna get more like a wizard and you were like, What? What are you talking oh, about? Oh no, I just think the older you get the better you get. I think yeah. I said that last time. Yeah. So I But yeah, I would apply that to you. And if you think that means becoming wizard D. Wizard like. Yeah, I almost said wizardry, and then I was like, "That's the noun. That's not an adjective." Wizened, isn't it? Wizened, but that's <laughs> that's negative. negative. Yeah, that means all like dried up. If it, I think a plant could be wizened if you didn't water it. Yeah, you think? I suppose so. Um, Shri- sh- shriveled. And shriveled. Yes. Um, please, can we have more tea? Yeah, of course. Thank you. Uh, we, you didn't. We, I think we didn't finish the point about uh, going downhill, did we? Or yes, so uh, is that done now? But go on, carry on. I think on. the point I was trying to make was that in many contexts, it would mean things have gone, things have got worse. Mm. Like you might say, oh, that used to be a really nice restaurant, but then they got in a new chef and it's gone downhill. Yeah. For example, that's clearly in the context and from the tone of voice and everything. Um, that clearly means it's not as good as it used to be. Yes. But then, if, yeah, I think if you're working on something difficult and then you say. So don't worry, guys, we've done most of the hard work now. It's, you know, we've got over the hump of this project. It's just all downhill from now. Plain sailing. Plain We're cruising. sailing. Smooth sailing, you could say as well. Yeah. But I, I was going to say that, uh, you know, uh, it might be, wouldn't you avoid using it's going down, yes, it's all downhill yes. now because of the potential misunderstanding yeah, that's in the true. back of people's minds? They'd be like, oh, what, negative? That it's got too many negative connotations. Yeah. So you'd be using more positive language. It's plain sailing, we're freewheeling. It's, it's freewheeling, that suggests, yeah, that would be more, because that's still the same image of going downhill. Because <laughs> when you're freewheeling, you don't have to pedal. Especially in the corporate environment, you've got to be very sort of everything's got to be positivized all the time. I wouldn't know. know. That's why I don't have one of those jobs. Yeah. Well, me, me too. But this is what I've, 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 I've perceived to be the case. Mm. That everything has to be made all positive for I understandable think, sure, reasons. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one point know. for me there. Do I not normally say that you're right? No, I think you do. Do I? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Right. Okay. Uh, these these cupcakes look so tantalising. I keep showing them to the camera as if, as if I'm selling them. Um, are they, are, Once upon a time, I was going to sell cupcakes. You were, yeah. As people who've listened to other episodes will know. You were talking about becoming a chef. That's right. Anyway, we've yep. got to talk about you cycling to Berlin because I think yeah. that might be the title of this episode. And some people Why? are going to be like, never mind the, the laughing and the eating. Just talk about the thing that was on the label. You can change the title, though. It's not like the title's... Yeah, but, pre-determined. Yeah, yeah. Well, with when you're titling an episode, yeah. you've got to be, it's got to be quite punchy and it's got to kind of make people listen. What was listen. the title of the last one? Kate Billington in the Podcastle. Just, it, you know, just descriptive. Yeah. It, oh, so while we're talking about things that are catchy, yeah. can I ask your listeners for some advice? Sure. I want a new Instagram handle. So my Instagram handle used to be cake underscore by underscore cake 
underscore underscore Paris Paris yeah uh, which as you can tell I was impressed that you knew any of that um, but it's not very catchy especially and those underscores yeah all of the underscores and also I created it when I wanted to open a cake shop in Paris so it made sense um, but now I don't want to do that and I mostly use Instagram for comedy so I want an Instagram handle that is catchy that is not already taken a lot of them are taken um that preferably would refer to cake and comedy. So at the moment, I've changed it to cakey comedy, which is rubbish, isn't it? Let's be honest. It could be better. Yeah, it's bad. Um, so I need to find something else. Like um, Anna, who we were talking about earlier, who's a friend of a friend of mine who you also know. Yeah. Would that be accurate? Yeah. Um, yes, she's a good friend of mine. She runs comedy shows in Paris, and her Instagram handle is anacomicallycorrect which is really good. Very good. Because anatomically correct would mean anatomic would mean like for a, a biological drawing yes of an of a plant or an animal oh probably an animal because I don't know I'd if say it'd an be animal, a plant yeah, yeah anatomy yeah. Yeah. Um it means that the the drawing the diagram is correct um biologically all the body parts are there mm. so we'd call it anatomically correct like for example the simpsons that's not ana- it's not anatomically correct a picture of homer simpson that is not an they anatomic- have four fingers on each hand right not anatomically correct correct um but anna came up with this instagram handle and also she's a scientist so it's got that like science side to it and it's such a good instagram it's handle. very clever yes anatomically correct it's really good and I need something that good. <laughs> hmm. But so my cousin came up with Top of the Billington. Hey, uh, yeah. Didn't we talk about this before? Did we? Didn't I mention that before? <gasps> Have we talked? Because the first. I think I said Top of the Billington is the is, is the best. Suggested that or at least verified that. I remember cousin, my cousin it. coming up with it for sure. But maybe yeah. you could also have come up I with think, it simultaneously. I think maybe you said this to me before and I was like top of the Billington yeah that's it is a good one it one. is a good one but I want something that has cake in it <laughs> <laughs> this tin has got cake in it <laughs> oh yeah and it's mine perfect <clears throat> ow uh, top of the Billington I don't know what can you do with that how can you add cake to that I don't know maybe it has maybe it's got to be something different and not top of the Billington um, you know? top of the, you see the, we're going to explain top of the bill if you're top of the bill oh, yeah. it means that there's a bill is the list of performers that are on a show like a playbill that's, that's a um, in the states they still use the term they? they use the term playbill yeah. but we would call it a programme right when you yeah. arrive if you go to the theatre you get um, a list a piece of paper with the actors names on it and that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah we would call it a programme they would call it a playbill yeah Mm. And you also see like posters for Glastonbury Music uh, Festival, yeah. and there you know there's like a list of performers on different stages, and then the the one that's at the top of the bill is in the big letters like Elton John, and then other performers afterwards. So, uh, yeah. top of the bill is in reference to a show of some yes. kind. Yes, and you can say show. you could say somebody is top billing as well, a top billing artist, yes, or a top billing comedian, yes, would mean that if they're on like a a variety show or a festival or whatever, they always be at the top of the list. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah it's I an think adjective so. phrase, right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So top of the Billington is is good. I mean... Yeah, it's a reference to comedy and being on a show and uh, yes. it's also sort of selling yourself as well. Yeah. You know, like... Maybe you overselling. You wouldn't want to say... I mean, you have to sell yourself. Fairly in, rubbish comedian. Yeah, like, you know, sort of mid to lower mid-tier comedian... 
Yeah. Uh, you know, you wouldn't do that. In comedy, you have to try and sell yourself as much as you can, including taking any single positive thing that anyone has ever said about you and putting it into the poster, mm. you know, um, and things like that. So uh, you, you sell yourself. I think Top of the Billington is very good. Do Why do you need good. cake in there? Well, you, there always has to be cake. Why... You're still holding on to the cake because there's always because you're right. There always has to be cake. I just but does think, there though? This is my question. Mm. Does there really, Kate? Maybe you need to let the cake go. Maybe I do. Just I haven't even taken a picture cake. of these cakes. It's They're not just, going to be on Instagram. It's just going to be Kate. Kate, this is, this Kate is the, without cake. Yeah, you can do it. This is maybe they don't need the cake. But how maybe will I get invited to parties, Luke? Because because they're inviting you for you, Kate, not for the cake. That's the dream. The cake helps. I'm it not gonna really lie. does. I'm not going to lie. People like the cake it, as yeah, well. Yeah, they really do. That's really a good thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should burn all the cakes. Um, I have burnt cakes. I'm sure you have. Yeah. It's all part of the learning process. But, yeah. but um, I think top of the Billington, it's going to be <gasps> difficult to beat that for an good. Instagram handle. But then I don't know how... How about this? Top of the... Top of the Billington, brackets, cake, close brackets. <laughs> That's so good. There's some cake, there's cake there, at least. You need yes. the cake in there, there it is. But then I don't know, do I need to pass you tea bags? Yes, oh yeah, please. make us a brew. I remember this tin from last time. Yep. I just held it up for the camera. Thank um you. so I'm alright, I'm still I'm still going with my cup. Oh are you? Lukewarm. My least favourite phrase in the English language. Lukewarm. Yeah. Where's it from? Lukewarm. Yeah. I've no idea why we say oh, okay, wow. Let's hold that. We're going okay. to put. I'm going to put lukewarm over there with the marmite. Right. Okay. Because let's finish the thing we were talking about, which is your Instagram handle, top of the Billington. What do yes. you think, listeners? Is I there any way of good. getting cake in there? Does she need to put cake in there, or is top of the Billington at Instagram.com? It <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> is not an email address. <laughs> That's not how Instagram works. It's not. I have a really limited understanding of how Instagram works. You're, talk, you're, but telling, you're telling me. Even I know that it's not top of the Billington at Instagram.com. I don't work for Instagram, surprisingly. <laughs> I don't know why they haven't employed Despite me. Despite the fact we've mentioned them a number of times now. This is basically product placement. Yeah. No, I don't understand Instagram either. People keep asking me, like, why aren't you on Instagram? Like that. I'm just like, are you, <laughs> you are now. I am. I have been for ages, but oh. I don't use it. No. It's just one. I've just got one image on it, which is a poster of me performing comedy alongside other comedians from like 2017 or something like that. Oh. Uh, so I don't I don't really use Instagram. And that's because I just don't have the time to work mm. out how it, how to use it and then to actually use it. So you won't know the answer to my next question, which is if somebody had my old Instagram handle from like a like I had business cards when I was going to open a cake shop for example okay so if they found that and then they searched for it on Instagram would it send them to my new one can you redirect yeah I I mean I don't want to have to do anything I just want if if somebody searches for it on Instagram will it redirect to my current name you're asking the wrong person. I, I know. I don't know. Some of your listeners might know. But also, I think perhaps this is a, a problem I don't need to worry about because I don't think that's going to happen very much. <laughs> is it? Let's be honest. Are there not like other tags that are included in an Instagram profile like Kate Billington cake? Can, can you not add all those tags in you... so that when someone searches for these things, if they search for cake underscore buy underscore cake underscore Paris, 
mm-hmm. at Instagram.com. Mm-hmm. Um, at Instagram.com. That, <laughs> that they, will, they will find you because you'll include all those tags in your profile. Is that possible? Well, again, we're asking people who know. You do write like a, like a bio, they call it, I think. You write a little description of yourself. Mine's just, it just says, I think it says stand up. Stand up cakes and cycling, I think that's what it says. Okay. Can you not include formally cake underscore by underscore cake Could underscore probably. Paris at Instagram.com? I bet if I Google this, I'll find the answer. I don't know why I've brought it up in conversation with you of all people. Hive mind, that's why. Cause you, you, oh, because of the other people. Using who are the hive mind of, of uh, the listeners of Luke's yeah. English podcast to, to find out the answer. Mm. Um, I'm still, I've got three things now in my mind. Four, okay. four things. Thing number one, sh- should we eat cupcakes? Yes. Obviously, I want to, but there's just the managing that while also talking to you and that one person who's like fuming right now. Even there might if, be more than one. Thought, oh, there will be more than one. I've heard this before. I've heard I've heard this uh, from audience and from other people on other podcasts. The phenomenon of of eating on a microphone and and some people feel so strongly about it that I generally would would advise against it as a professional podcaster. Right. But, you know, that's, I don't want to, I don't want to lay down the law too much because you've gone to the effort of making cupcakes and that's fantastic. And I actually want to eat one. And I think the last time, not the last time, but when I, when I was on the podcast a few years ago and we did two quite close together and then there was a very, like a two year break. Yeah. I think during both of those ones, both times I brought food. Yeah. And I think we ate it during the podcast. I think so too. Hmm. Maybe because there was a video version of the last one, this person was aware that cake was being eaten. Was the comment on the YouTube? It was on those on the website, which suggests that they listen to the audio version, although the YouTube version is also available. It's embedded on the website page. Uh. There's no way of knowing. And to cut a long story short, we should probably not uh, give that comment a lot more airtime. Too much credence. But, yeah. But... It is in my mind, and I'm aware of the 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 the, the issue of podca- of eating on a podcast. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing is, um, I think is, my is, rule is, yeah, if they can't hear it, it's fine. That's my rule. Okay, okay. Um, Says the person who doesn't have a podcast. Well, you know, you can't please all the people all the time and uh, it would be a shame not to eat uh, some cupcake and let's see if we can do cupcake, professional cupcake eating. I bet I could be a professional cupcake eater. I think you could, definitely. I'm not sure about me. I don't know if I could manage that professionally. Professional cupcake eater. Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Do you have a knife? 
I should have brought one, shouldn't I? I thought I had some... Um, I've got a spoon. <laughs> what can we use to cut the cake in half? Should we use the edge of the fork? Yes. Okay. Um, maybe we should use the tin lid as a plate, unless you have plates. Okay, so so the, the, should we eat the cupcakes? That was one thing. Another thing in my mind... I'm voting yes on was, eating the cupcakes. Was, was, was Marmite. Yes. Another thing was uh, lukewarm, and then another thing was the potential top uh, title of the episode, which is uh, Kate Billington cycled to Berlin but doesn't talk about it very much. Yeah. You want to use the cake lid as a, as a uh, plate. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea too. Choose your weapon. <clears throat> That's an English expression meaning which cake would you like? I'd like this one, please. Look, right. look, they've been individually wrapped. It would be it would be rude to Kate not to eat this. Do you understand? Do you understand? You've lost that listener forever, Luke. And it's my fault. Look, I love all my listeners, okay? And and people uh, have absolutely have the right to be uh, to find it rude if you know someone is eating in their ear. I understand. I understand, but understand also that there's a, there's a there's a process going on here. It's not as simple as you might think, and there are many different competing factors that might cause a person to even knowingly eat a cake on a podcast. You see, it's not just as simple as you might think. It's a much from the from the point of view of the listeners or viewers. It's all very. It's almost two dimensional, right? There's just like, uh, oh, I can't even explain the complex inner workings of a person's brain and all the different things that are swirling around while recording. Whereas when you actually watch it, it looks like yeah, one thing just leads to another thing, and you don't get the sense of all the complex uh, uh, social. Uh, and psychological forces that are yeah, at work. Uh, I'm rambling so much because I can't multitask. I don't right? know what you're talking about. I don't know either what I'm talking about, but I'm... Uh, never mind. Uh, what shall I do here? What's the appropriate just thing? Just cut it in half. So there's the, there's the, the Sorry, raspberry... Sorry, I so really impatient. Just, just cut it in half. Just cut it in half. Okay, the, the raspberry gets cut in half. This is the bit that Kate's been waiting for, where the contents of the cupcake are revealed, and I <laughs> thought it would be something chocolatey, maybe a kind of Nutella, but better, better Nutella. There, other, other hazelnut chocolate spreads are available. Is it? What is it? It's jam. Yeah. It's jam, la ladies and gentlemen. What kind of jam? What do you think? Well, it should, I, was just, I would say raspberry jam. Because yes. it would be, the raspberry might feel a bit put out if it was strawberry jam. Or, or Never upset a raspberry. That's one of my top life rules. Yeah. This is great. Okay. And you, I was surprised that you guessed chocolate because Victoria sponges traditionally jam. contain jam. Of course they do. So I thought you would immediately say, well, if it's a Victoria sponge, it'll have jam in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, how does Bob Marley like his Victoria hey, sponges? With jamming. With jamming. Um, okay. Now you've got the challenge. Now I'm going to eat professionally, right. which means I'm going to set you a little speaking task. Oh, I love a speaking task. So I'd like you to explain um, explain the, the, the expression lukewarm, and I want you to also speculate on why, you th why it's my least favourite expression in the English language. Go. So, lukewarm... Um, is used um, when something is uh, tepid, which means um, it is not hot. Normally it means not hot enough. So if, for example, your soup is tepid, you probably want your soup to be hotter. Soup should be either hot or cold. Not so hot you can't drink it, but like hot. Um, but lukewarm is also used metaphorically to mean that 
you don't have very strong interest in something, if you're kind of lukewarm on it, it's like um, you don't have a strong feeling in its favour. You probably you probably don't mind it, but you don't you definitely don't love it. You you feel lukewarm. Mm. Um, I would assume it's Luke's uh, least favourite expression because Luke often feels too cold. <laughs> and therefore, when people use the word lukewarm, he's like, oh, I wish I was warm, but he's not. So he says, oh, what a horrible word, taunting me with the thing I wish I had, but I don't. Oh, I'm no, wrong. No. It's because um, Luke doesn't like it because it means um, something you don't like very much. And it's rubbish to have your name in a word that means you don't like it very much. Mm -hmm. I think that was obvious. But I thought it would be funny it to try and come to up be, with an it, alternative. It, it may have been obvious, but it needed to be put into words. Okay. That's, that's the that's kind of what this podcast is about. Right. Saying obvious right. things. But uh, what's not obvious is where it comes from. Do you mm. know where it comes from? Um, I was going to think of a witty response to that, but then I thought, nah. Um, no, I don't know. Where, where, what's the origin of the phrase lukewarm? What's yeah, the etymology know. of that? I can't believe you haven't looked that up as a luke. Well, yeah, I don't like the phrase, so I'm just like, eh, no thanks. I'm lukewarm when it comes to uh, the phrase lukewarm. I don't think you I'm are. Not even I think, lukewarm. I think, you don't, I think you actively dislike it. Yeah, it's clear. Um, yeah, imagine having, imagine having like another thing, like um, uh, something negative if it was a cake. Right, if there was a word to describe yeah. uh, when you eat a cake and it's not very satisfying, it's not moist enough, it's too dry or something. It's like, yeah, this it's it's a bit cake, it's a bit cake dry, isn't it? Mm. You'd feel a bit put out by that, wouldn't you? Yeah, listeners, Kate has moved off the microphone a significant distance. In fact, you know what I could do? I can mute her microphone. Poof! Kate's microphone has been muted, and now you don't even need to worry about whether she's eating cake or not. Okay. No. It's all good. No skin off your nose. Yeah, no skin off your nose, she said, which is another expression. Uh, we, we might let that one slip. Um, okay, so there we go. Uh, the cupcake has been tasted, and it's very good. It's very tasty. Do you think Indeed. it's a bit dry? Do I, sorry, do I think it's a bit dry? Mm. Um, you mean Kate dry? <laughs> That's not a nice phrase, is it? It's not. You see? You see what I'm living with when it comes to lukewarm? You know, a lukewarm a lukewarm reception. There's mm. another collocation with it. Oh, you know, the launch of the product. We were very disappointed with the launch of the new product. Why? It, it received a lukewarm reception from the uh, yep. from the uh, customers. You know. Please, can you switch off my microphone again so I can have the other quarter of cake? Kate's Kate's microphone is being muted. In three, two, one, boom, muted. Um, so it's. Do I think it's a bit dry? No, I think it's fine. I think it's really good. Um, it's it's a fine line, isn't it, to to get the balance right between dry, and then on the other hand, uh, soggy, right? Which is or the other the other extreme, undercooked, which I guess could lead to sogginess, and then and then in the middle that sweet spot, which is moist, right, but not too much. So I think I think it's good. I think it's great. Yeah, very good, tasty, delicious. Thank you very much, and and not so moist that it's that it makes a sound when you eat it. You can eat it quite discreetly. Very well designed, well engineered. 
Excellent. Good job. What were the other things in my brain? There was also the word Marmite, so the whole Marmite thing. Mm -hmm. So Kate's um, tin uh, has got a picture of Marmite on the top, although there is no no Marmite in the middle. Basically, to, to put it in a nutshell, Marmite is a, is a spread that you might put on toast or toasted cheese sandwiches or other things. Uh, are you ready to be unmuted? Yeah. Okay, you're, you're back. Yes. What else Ooh. would you put Marmite on? Crumpets. Crumpets, okay. Which are also toasted normally. Savoury. It's a, it's not sweet. It's very savoury. Right, salty then. Salty. Yeah, and uh, the thing is about Marmite, so it's, it's made of yeast, it's yeast extract, which is not a great way of selling it, uh, but it's healthy. I mean, it's full of bit vitamin B12, I understand, uh, which is good. But you, I think you, so. You're supposed to put just a little bit on. You don't spread it on like um, butter or something, just a little bit. And um, Contains a, B vitamins, it says. Yeah. Doesn't uh, say which ones. Yeah, probably. Yeah, can, contains B, B vitamins. Yeah, Me probably vitamins. Probably B twelve vitamins. I suppose isn't that the best one? I don't know. The, they 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 kept working on the vitamin the B vitamins, and they got to twelve. And like we're done. Um, uh, and and so uh, also Marmite is a reference point for things that either you love or hate. Yes. Yes, because like Marmite and Margaret Thatcher, it's those it's those two things. Yeah, I mentioned Margaret Thatcher. Kate's eyes narrowed. Clearly, there's 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 um, just at the suggestion that anybody would hate Margaret Thatcher. Obviously, <laughs> right? Um, um, it's divisive. It's a divisive thing. Yes. People either love it or hate it, and, and that's, that that was that's their it. slogan. You love it or you hate it. Yeah, that was, and which I think is very clever marketing because it turned it into a, a thing. Yes to love it you were sort of declaring your side yeah but for a very long time i was sort of lukewarm on marmite <laughs> no honestly uh, I, <laughs> uh. by which i mean i didn't have a strong i didn't mind it but i didn't love it so you're a third category of, of yes, person i ruined that advertising i slogan. thought humans are only in two categories the people who love marmite love it or and hate people it. who hate it but no, there's a third I think, category i think brits are supposed to be in one of two categories because if you are for example australian vegemite mate yeah exactly you would have strong opinions about marmite not because you hate marmite but because australia and a few other countries have this other marmite that's called vegemite it's very similar, but it does have a different taste. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, therefore, for example, an Australian might love Vegemite and not hate Marmite for the taste, but hate it on principle. But still hate it. Because there's rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or they might just be like, mm, it's just not as good. Yeah, I think so, probably. That's, you see? Yeah, yeah, I expect so. But I think British people, people who've grown up in Britain, are supposed to have a strong opinion on Marmite. That's what you're supposed to think. You're supposed to think either love it or hate it. Yes. That's what the advertising slogans tell you. The other thing about Marmite as well, just to, just to finish off before we start talking about cycling to Berlin at some point uh, in the next 10 years, mm. um, is that uh, it's one of those foods that you get videos on YouTube and it's like, Americans react to English food. Oh. And it's always like a, a piece of toast with loads of Marmite on it. And they eat it. And they're like, oh, my God, this is disgusting. What is this? Um, and they're eating it wrong. Because you're not supposed to put a huge dollop of it on. You're just supposed to put a little liberal amount on top of your toasted cheese sandwich. And it definitely improves it. It gives it a lovely uh, little edge. Uh, so there you go. I would say not a liberal amount. 
to me, a liberal amount is a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I always thought a liberal amount was like a, a small amount. Oh, oh God, no. I must, I'm wrong. I'm, I'll be wrong, Kate. I'll be wrong. You said that like you were volunteering yeah. for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll just Google it. We, we don't get to choose, Luke. Is that how it works? No, I, I, it was a prediction. <laughs> okay. And maybe a, maybe a, what, what did I say? Uh, vol- maybe I was volunteering to be wrong. Yeah, it did sound like you were volunteering. But I think I am wrong. A liberal amount uh, meaning... Let's see. Yeah, a, a large and generous. Right. Oh my god. My my whole everything is my whole question. My whole podcast castle is crumbling to the ground now as every single listener questions all of the things I've ever said before. Maybe he said everything wrong in the past. He doesn't even speak English. No, this isn't English what you're hearing. Mm-mm. This is this is a uh, another language Luke-lish. that only one person speaks. <laughs> it's very very similar to English. In fact, it's, it's exactly an the same. Idiolect. Yeah, it's an idiolect. It's exactly the word. same as English, except that in in Luke-ish, a liberal amount means a small amount. <laughs> That's the one difference. Other than that, they are they are And the, the word same. lukewarm doesn't exist. Yeah, that's right. But Kate Dry does. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> those are the differences and that's it. So don't worry. It's Easy it's, it's 99.9 recurring percent the same as English. So we're uh, we're fine. I think everyone's got an idiolect, haven't they? Yes, that's why it's called an idiolect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called an idiolect. Mm, no. <laughs> um, That's why the word exists for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So tell, tell us about cycling to Berlin then. Yes. So, so wait a minute. Why did you Why did you decide to do that? Okay. Well, first of all, clear, let's get the, the parameters okay. uh, in place. So you cycled from Paris to Berlin? No, um, because I decided I didn't quite have enough time. So instead, I took a train. You thought uh, I'm going to need I need to get to Luke's pod room to yes. talk about nothing for 45 <laughs> minutes, and then yeah, go on. Yeah, I took a train um, to the border between France and Belgium, to a little town called Jumont, J E U M O N T. It's called, mm-hmm. uh, and that's right. It's just on the French side of the border, but that way I cut off about probably about 200 kilometers. And and all the trouble that you'd have getting out of Paris. Yes. Because that's the, often the hardest part. Although, to be fair, I think I, I would have, I would have followed the canal, which makes it much easier because if you, you're just like, unless you fall into canal. it, unless you fall in. Yeah. 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 But you would have, you would have done that. I would have, could have, should have. I know. And I've just realized I said would have. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> I said it because I didn't know what verb was coming next. or I was hesitating. That's why. Yeah. It's all right. I just thought people will comment, but there was a bit where she said would have. Well, they will learn from context that that's the way it goes. Sometimes we don't necessarily need to instruct the listeners in the language, just right. show them right. how it's done by just doing it. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. So, so you chose to go, you cut out some of that journey. Yes. Um, because, well. Because, well, so some friends invited me to Berlin because they were planning a trip there. So a friend of mine um, has a brother who lives in Berlin. And so this group of friends planned a trip and they were going to stay with the brother. Um, And there were originally seven people going. Um, And then when I was talking to them at a party, um, the friend who's kind of a new friend for me, um, she said, oh, we're going to Berlin and you should come. But she thought we're going to Berlin. We're going to need cake. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I had just made a cake for that party and... Um, it was for a friend of mine who 
had a lot to drink at that party. She had a lot of wine. Yeah. And we brought out the cake, had 36 candles on it because she was 36. Yeah. She blew them all out. And then she got up on a chair to make a speech and fell onto the cake. (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Fortunately, the candles had all been blown out. Yeah. And And removed or she fell onto the candles? No, no, no. She fell, she shoved the candle into the cake with her with her body weight. <laughs> Wonderful. She only fell onto the side of it, so I was able to repair the cake. Yes. By picking out the candles and using the icing to stick the cake back together. And then I wrote on it, happy birthday, please don't fall on this again. <laughs> that was good. Uh, so this is the friend who was going to Berlin? She's part of the group. The one who fell on the cake is part of the group. Yes. I've not named her in case she listens to this. The only My only regret about the cake falling is that there's no video of it, because it was spectacular. Could have been online, right? It, it could have been online. It would have been a big hit. Epic fails 2023. It's such a good video. Sorry, it was such a good moment. It would have been such a good video. But anyway, it doesn't exist. Um, But at that party, this other friend invited me to Berlin. And it turned out they were going um, at the first weekend in May, which is the end of our school holiday. So I looked at the calendar and I thought, oh, I have almost two weeks before of holiday before the weekend that they arrive in Berlin. Mm -hmm. Therefore, maybe I could cycle there. And that was where the idea came from. Okay. So your route was from, what was the name of that town again? Jemont. Jemont. Which is, I'm, I can't pronounce it. No, I think I can pronounce it correctly, but it sounds exactly like if you said in French, I'm lying. Really? Yeah. Because the French verb to lie is mentir, right? So I lie is jemont. I thought it was like je m'en fous, which is another that's thing. That's a different thing. That's something else completely. Yeah. But it's not the same verb. No. Je m'en is like, okay. It's like, I am lying. Really? Yeah. So there's a whole... I mean, is you, that, that's not the etymology of that French I don't know. Town, Maybe though. it is. Maybe the town doesn't really exist. <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, I'm going to go to... Oh, I'm lying. <laughs> I've come all the way from the, the Belgian-French border. Oh, whereabouts? Je m'en. No, no, really. <laughs> Oh, so you didn't go. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you started there. Why there in particular? Because um, the train went there and it was, a, it was so there's different types of trains. And, um, you know, in France, they have a good high speed train network, for example. But you can't take a bike on a high speed train very easily. Um, often it has they're to very be. fast. You've got to catch up <laughs> with them. You've got to catch it. It's really difficult. Um, no, because they have, um, you've got to put it in like a special bag so it's almost like carrying a suitcase onto the train okay. instead of carrying a bike on so put the bike in a bag not the yeah, train in a bag not the train that, that would be um i tried that it doesn't work either big bag yeah big bag so i found trains um which are not the fast trains they're the ter um which are just regional trains and you can take a bike on those easily mm-hmm. um so that was why i picked that so it was a french train because when you're taking a train that crosses borders um, it's just a bit more complicated to find a train that you can put a bike on. So I, I didn't want to bother. And also I wanted to do as much of it as I could, as much of the journey as I could. Um, just if I'd gone from Paris, I think it would probably have been 11 or 12 days. So literally the whole of my holiday. Oh my gosh. And I just needed a bit of time to, you know, pack and plan my route in Paris before I left. Yeah, because yeah, going from Paris to Berlin is what, about a thousand kilometres? If I'd done he the said, whole having thing, checked earlier. <laughs> if I'd done the whole thing, I think it would have been 1,100. Right. Actually. Yeah, that's quite a lot. It is quite far. So I, yeah. I cut off a few hundred. All right. So you did something like 750 or 800 or something like that, did you? No. Because, Less. No, 1,100 uh, 1, minus 200. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I did 930 to get there. Okay, that's significant. Yeah, it was great. Significant, was it? Yeah, very um, flat. Thank goodness for that. I know. All right, so what was the route that you took exactly? So I went across the bottom of Belgium uh, into a tiny bit of the Netherlands, the bit that um, comes down in between Belgium and Germany, mm-hmm. um, where Maastricht is. Okay. Um, obviously, a lot more of the Netherlands is further north. Um, and then into Germany. Um, I arrived in Germany quite near Dusseldorf. And it, the way that I planned it was essentially, I took I planned the train to Germont, mm-hmm. and then I opened Google Maps, and I took a pen, and I put the pen on the map between Germont and Berlin, and then that was my route. So I planned the most direct route I possibly could. Put a pen on the map. So it would make a straight line, like putting yeah. a ruler on the map, yeah, okay. right? Between Germont and Berlin. Yeah. And then I just looked along the map and every hundred kilometers or so, I was like, right, that's where I'll spend the night. And that, that was what I did. Okay. So that I would make it as direct as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. obviously I'm not going to take motorways or anything like that. And, and you can use things like Google Maps as a kind of guide to plan things. Mm-hmm. And there are also established cycle routes all across Europe, which are good. But the problem with them is they often won't take you on the most direct route. So you end up adding a lot of kilometres because it wants you to go along a scenic route and to visit these lovely villages and things, which is great if you've got the time. But if you if your goal is to get somewhere, it doesn't always work out. Mm-hmm. So um, how many days did it take? Nine. Nine. Yes. Eight nights, nine days? Or? Eight nights. Yes. And then um, after Berlin, I also had another night on the road because I took two trains from Berlin back to Paris. Yeah. Um, I took one train from Berlin to Baden-Baden, uh, which is near Strasbourg, but yeah. on the German side of the border. Yeah. And then I cycled from Baden-Baden to Strasbourg, but I stayed in between them. I stayed the night in between them. Why is it then, called Baden-Baden? Why twice? Why not just Baden? I'm not sure. Bart yeah. means bath in yeah. German. So lots of spa towns have Bart in the name. So this is B-A-D. like... It's like spa, spa. Spa, spa. Yeah. Okay. It's like... Maybe, I wonder if the city of Bath in England was established first and they were like, well, it's like the German Bath, but it's better than English Bath. So let's call it Bath Bath. Right. Twice as good as Bath. So good they named it twice. Yeah. <laughs> New York, New York, New York. So, that was three, uh, that was three times. times, unintentionally. So, um, all right. So you, um, so where, where, where did you stay each time? Oh, you ca- so. Are you camping or what? No, I camp. So I've done this lots of times. I've done like, big cycling trips lots of times. Mm-hmm. And normally I do them in the summer. And in the summer I camp because um, I've done them in France, um, Italy and Corsica. And you can be sure in all of those places that in the summer the weather will be hot mm-hmm. and the days will be long. Um, but in the spring, that seemed like a bigger risk. So I didn't camp, um, which is obviously good because it means you don't have to carry a tent. So instead, yes. what I did was, um, it's like couch surfing, you know, couch surfing. Yeah. Um, but there's a couch surfing website that is especially for cyclists and it's called Warm Showers, which is an odd name. Hmm. Um, but it's not an odd website. It's a good website. Video is still recording. Yeah. Yeah. Have we been talking for one hour and one 26 minutes? One hour and 26 minutes. minutes. <sighs> We're very bad at being succinct, aren't we? That's not what this podcast is about. Evidently. TikTok is. That's what TikTok is oh, for. No, don't get me started. Yeah, let's not. I'm, I'm really bad at TikTok. Okay. So, 
Um, so you stayed uh, warm showers. It's I know. Called. I know. Okay, and it's basically an app that allows you to meet up with other people and sleep on their couch and stuff. Yeah, like that. it's couch surfing, but for cyclists. Okay, and so I found from eight nights on the road, and well, nine if you include the way back. I found six people to host me, and the other three nights I stayed in hotels. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was great. So I stayed, um, one time I stayed on a pig farm in the middle of nowhere in Germany. That was great. Um, (laughs) Another time I stayed in a tiny little wooden house on the edge of a forest, um, which was beautiful. Sounds like a, could be scary. Also scary. Also because I had just watched Stranger Things. Have you seen Stranger Things? I haven't seen Stranger Things. There's a lot of monsters chasing people through a forest. Right. So it was scary. Yeah. Uh, but also beautiful. And you're in Germany as well, so you're like, mm, fairy tales yeah. kind of stuff. Grimm's fairy is, tales. Is this where Hansel and Gretel nearly got eaten? Yeah, and then I did follow a trail of breadcrumbs. Did you really? Yeah, because I thought it might lead to some cake. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really. I didn't. That was, that was a really bad joke as well. It's all right. Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so I stayed in some great places and with lovely people. And because they're also cyclists, all of the people who host are cyclists, they just know what you want, which is a comfortable bed and a lot of food. Yeah. yeah and yeah. a warm shower, hence the name. Right. Um, yes. Okay. So how many kilometres did you manage to do each day, roughly? Depends on the day. Um, the most I did was 130. Okay. And the least, I think, was about 85. All right, then. And uh, you said very flat. I mean, you're going through like... Very flat. Going through the Netherlands. Um, Which is famously flat. Yeah. And yet the hilliest part was probably in the Netherlands. Really? I went through the only hilly part of the Netherlands. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's, I don't know about it in other languages, but in French, it's literally called the flat country. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And right. nether in English means low, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. So the low country. The low country, the low lowlands. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So very flat. But in fact, I went through a, a slightly hilly part. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very slight. Last summer, I cycled around Corsica, around the, the edge of the island. Yeah. That is not flat. No. It's One side of it's flat, and the other side is very much not. Yeah. So how do you... How, uh, you didn't have to deal with many hills this time. No, but tell nice. me about cycling up hills as a cyclist. What I mean, because like, m- most people have probably had experience of cycling and those times when you haven't... <laughs> get up a hill it's horrible and you think why am i doing this i just want this to stop yeah uh why do you why 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 do you do this what's the The tell tell us about going up hills yeah going up hills is i don't think it's that difficult what's really difficult on a bike is when you have a headwind so that's a wind coming towards you that's slowing you down because the good thing about a hill is you know when it's going to end and when you're cycling into the wind it could just be like that for the entire day Mm -hmm. and you, so you feel like you're making a lot of effort when you're cycling into the wind, um, but you're not getting anywhere very fast because the wind is against you. And that's obviously, that can be very powerful, right? So you can be working really hard and not really getting anywhere. Mm. Um, and that's what is very um, demoralizing and difficult. But if you're cycling up a hill, it feels like an achievement, first of all, whereas cycling against the wind, not there's no sort of tangible sense of achievement there. Um, and also, you can see where it's going to end. And you get the downhill afterwards. Yes. Which is glorious. It's all downhill from, from here. Exactly. Once I, once I cycled 
uphill. I did a 14 kilometer uphill. Wow. And it wasn't steep, mm-hmm. but it was uphill. Like yeah. steadily, it was in the Al- at the edge of the Alps. How long does that take? Oh, I don't remember, but it was a long time. Okay, so like a couple of hours? I can't remember. An hour, maybe? I really can't remember. You're, I was, yeah, no, more than an hour, I think. And, that, and that, on that hill, I think I did stop to have something to eat, like yeah. to have an energy bar or something. Yeah, yeah. But then the downhill was also 14 kilometres long. Wow. And that's just amazing. And how fast do you, you, do you go in, in a situation like that? It, it depends. I did, last summer, I did Mount Von 2, which is the... It's mountain. like after you did Mount Von 1. Then, um, <laughs> Mount Von 1. Then, I did Mount Von 2. Mount Von 3 next. I see your French is really coming along. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Von 1. So. Oh, yeah, of course. Why is it Von 1 and then Von 2? Anyway, hey. never mind. Um, Mount Von 2, which is a famous mountain. Um, in the Alps? It, no, it's in Provence. Okay. Oh, it's at the top of Provence mm-hmm. uh, in the Vaucluse. Um, and it's very famous because it's often on the Tour de France. And it's famously difficult, mm. even though it's not that high. But it's called Ventoux because, so Vent in French wind. means wind. Good work. Ah. Uh, so you have been working on it. Um, and it's very windy. It's windy. It's Mount Windy. Yeah. And the fastest wind speeds ever recorded on Earth were recorded on the top of Mount Ventoux. Seriously? I know. What? Which I didn't believe. I'm not sure that's still the case, but definitely for a long time it was the case. I don't think it's been beaten. Is that only because, like... They're the only ones who had the recording equipment. Yeah, there is always like that, the, isn't the there? The wind recording equipment was invented yeah. on that mountain. It was in France. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was that was hard work. Yeah, okay. But then the speeds, though, that you, you... And then going... Yeah, that's why I started talking about it, because I can't remember when I did that 14 kilometre up and 14 down. I can't remember what speed I got to. But I remember on Mount Von 2 last year, going downhill, getting to like... I think it was 73 kilometres an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, is that not a little dangerous? Terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And then we found out afterwards, a few months later, we found out that the bike I was on, which was my mum's that I'd borrowed, actually had a cracked frame. So really shouldn't have been cycling it. So I know that was quite scary. Okay. Side question. I'm going to ask you, Go con- I'm going to con- ask you about the trip and stuff in a moment and continue with that. But yep. side question, have you ever had a crash on your bike? Yes. I had one. The biggest one I've ever had was this year on the 11th of March in Paris. The, the infamous, infamous crash yeah. date. I know that date so well because I've put it on so many medical forms now um, because I was cycling along. Um, it was like about quarter to eight in the morning on a Saturday. I was going to work. It's not a busy time on the roads. And I was cycling down the boulevard, boulevard the Sebastopol. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the centre of Paris. Normally very busy. Yes, but not at that time in the morning. Mm-hmm. And they've got a dedicated cycle lane. Yeah. So it's not too bad. It's dedicated. It's, it's dedicated. Like, I am it's a cycle. Really no one's going to stop me. It's so keen on its job. It loves it. So um, it was a dedicated cycle lane and I was going down it and then you get to the Rue de Rivoli at the bottom, which is, um, quite, again, quite a busy road, um, but not at this time in the morning. Mm-hmm. And somebody on a bicycle, on a higher bike, came zooming around the corner of the Rue de Rivoli into my side of the bike lane on the Boulevard de Sebastopol and smashed right into me and knocked me off. 
Whoa. And there was a cake on the back of my bike. <sighs> this which, is the worst part. Uh, yeah. And the first thing I said was, Mongato, <laughs> which means my cake. Um, As the cake flew into the air. No, the cake, the this air. is the brilliant thing. The cake, I'd attached it with bungees and it was in a plastic Tupperware that seals really, really well. Yeah. Um, and it was the perfect size for the cake. And the cake was fine. Completely fine. The Kate, on the other hand. The Kate was not fine. Um, I luckily was wearing a helmet, which saved my life. And Really, you whacked your head on the floor? Smacked my head on the pavement. Oh, my God. Really hard. Wow. Um, and got a concussion. Yeah. And then I phoned work and nobody picked up because yeah, nobody was... Do. <laughs> never do. Also, nobody was staffing the phones before 8am. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. Um, and then, and then the guy who hit me was all like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that was my fault." And I was like, "Correct, it was your fault. Don't mm-hmm. cycle like that." Um, and then he got on his bike and cycled off. Oh, okay. Leaving me on the floor with a concussion. Is that a crime? It is a crime, but I'm never going to catch him, am I? Well, you, yeah, yeah. So that's that. I've just let it go. Um, but then I got signed off work for eight days, and I had to go for a brain scan. And yeah, it was quite a big deal. Was that an MRI scan? Yes. How was that? MRI scan, that's when you have to lie down and they put you inside this horrible tube. It was all right. And yeah. you get all these weird noises yeah. around you. The worst part was they said I needed an injection for the brain scan. Yeah. So I got there and the guy looked, the radiographer looked at my file and to, to check why I was there. Um, and he said to me, okay, um, you might not, we might not need to give you the injection. If you can stay really still and the images are clear enough, we won't give you the injection. And I hate injections. So yeah, I was yeah, like, said before, I'm yeah. going to be so good. I'm not going to move at all. Yeah. So I was like frozen in this machine. Um, and then they did the scan and he came out again and said, it's okay, we don't need to give you the injection. Thank goodness. Because I would have hated that. Um, but yes, yeah. I tried, so, I, so that happened on a Saturday. I continued on to work because uh, I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And but I was cycling along, you know, crying. Yeah. Oh my god. Really stressed out and I didn't know what to do. I think it, I, I was okay until he cycled off and then it really upset me. Yeah, because because yeah. it's not a good thing to do. That's a shitty thing it to do. It is really bad. Um so I yeah, I was very upset. Um and then got to work and everyone was like um, I don't think you can teach. And I was like, I'm I'll be fine, I'm just gonna go and teach now. And they were all like, No, sit down. We're going to take your lesson for you. Yeah. Um, and then um, I got a taxi. I got sent home in a taxi. Did you have like symptoms? Um, no, it wasn't anything terrible. I just, um, I had a very bad headache that didn't go away for a long time. Mm. And I was struggling to kind of make full sentences and do anything. Quite important as an English teacher. Quite useful. Quite useful. Yeah. But that was a Saturday. Um, so I went, I did see my doctor immediately and she, um, obviously gave me a medical note for that day because in France you have to get all your absences accounted for if you've got a medical problem, which is fine. So she gave me a note for that day and she said, I'll put it down for tomorrow as well, even though the next day was Sunday. Um, And then I was due to go to work again on the Monday because it was an intensive week at at work, Mm -hmm. which is when we teach intensive courses. All day, every day. All day, every day when students come for a 30-hour course in one week. Um, So those are my busy weeks, obviously. So I went into work on the Monday and it was like an out-of-body experience. It was awful. I mean, I think Why? Why? Because it, I felt like I was floating above my body and looking down on the classroom. This is after... Two days. Two days. Yeah. You came back after two okay, days. Okay, I thought I could come back. And as I was... The thing is, the thing about something like concussion 
is when you're just having a quiet time at home, you don't notice the symptoms. Mm -hmm. Because all I was doing was sitting, reading. I, you know, I went to the supermarket. I had some Sitting, food. reading, falling over. You yeah, know. Exactly. Just but I didn't have to do anything <laughs> mentally demanding. You right. know, I slept quite a lot. Um, and then I went to work. I cycled to work, actually, which was stupid of me. Um, and as I was cycling to work, everything was very heightened. Yeah. Meaning like all of the colours were brighter than usual. Was it the cake that you'd eaten? It or? was not just the cake that I'd eaten. Uh -huh. That was the concussion. Right. Um, concussion so, cake. Concussion cake. Yeah. Um, and then I got to work and I said to um, the head of the adult department, Andrea, I was like, I'm going to go and teach, but I don't think I can do it for very long. And she said, OK, well, keep me posted. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, I went in and tried to teach. And I don't think the students would have noticed anything terrible because um, the first day of the course is quite, it's pretty much always the same. You basically give them a task where they're getting to know each other. They're doing a lot of talking. I don't have to do very much talking because the point is I'm listening to them, taking notes, giving corrections, that sort of thing, and helping them to get to know each other because that's how the course is going to be a good course yeah. if they bond and want to talk to each other. Yeah. So it's quite formulaic the Monday morning. So I, I did it without too many issues. Um, except for when they asked me questions, sort of grammar questions or like, vocabulary uh, questions, and I couldn't find my words. Yeah. And then I came out of the class and I, I said I said, I've got a brain scan book this afternoon and then I'm because I already had it booked and, and, and then I'm I don't think I'm going to be back. So I had the brain scan and then I was then I saw my doctor again, it, it was a different doctor, but at the same hospital, a doctor's surgery, um, who looked at my notes and said, oh, yeah, you shouldn't have gone back to work and then signed me off for another week. Imagine if, if uh, Tina Turner had died that day as well. That would, it would have... <laughs> I can't make full sentences and I have to hold onto the table for support. No, yeah, but Kate, that they sounds... They would have been like, mm, maybe we shouldn't have signed up for this course. I'm joking, of course, but... No, I'm being but... glib, but no, that sounds... That sounds horrible. Mm. Um, yeah. Sounds... I mean, I was very, very lucky. Um, thank goodness I was wearing a helmet. Um, it literally saved my life, that helmet. Yeah. And now I have to buy a new helmet because you're supposed to, after a big impact, you're supposed to buy a new one. Right. And it was quite new and very expensive. That rotter that I crashed know, into you. I know. I have to buy another one, um, which I haven't got around to doing yet, which is a bit naughty of me. I will do it. Well, thank goodness you were wearing a helmet. Yes. Wear a helmet, kids. Really do wear a helmet. Really, really do. And I used to almost always wear a helmet, but if I was doing a short trip, you know, to a friend's house or the supermarket or something like that, or a trip where I was just cycling next to the canal, for example, and there are no cars, I often wouldn't put my helmet on because it's a five-minute cycle or whatever. Yeah. Now I always do, every single time. Yeah, because yeah. all it takes is some nutter on a on yeah. a on a rental bike who doesn't give a crap mm, they're very big those rental bikes they're very big and heavy electric ones was it a, was it the one white and green ones one? yes yeah, yeah. they're uh, really heavy they are very heavy i mean he fell off as well but he just oh, he got back so there's on some it. justice <laughs> yeah he got back on it and when, as he got back on i said you can't just cycle off and leave me and he was like he oh said, yeah yeah uh, yes i can <laughs> well then i turned around to look at my bike um, I'd broken a few spokes on the front wheel. I had to replace them. But um, I turned around to look at my bike and to pick it up again, to try and start picking it up. And then when I turned back, it'd gone. When your back was turned. When my back was turned. The cowardly. That's exactly what scumbag. happened. Scumbag. Yeah. You turned your back and he just disappeared. Yeah. 
What an absolute shit. Yeah, it wasn't a great day. No. But then it was okay. You know, I, was, I wasn't too bad. I, I just, I think, I think I'm very, we're very lucky to live in a country where we have very good healthcare and we get signed off. Mm-hmm. If we need to be signed off and that's that, then you're, you're paid properly and, you know, your need for rest is recognised and, and there you go. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. I didn't expect the full, the, the full, uh, sorry, like a uh, uh, concussion story, but no, no, it's I didn't be know. another two hour episode, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know what, Kate, um, the, so the episode sorry. I did before this one, mm. which is just me on my own, guess how long that one oh, no. ended up being? Three hours. Three hours. <gasps> of you talking to yourself? <laughs> me talking to myself I thought only I could talk to myself for that long <laughs> can we put the video back I can't see it anymore yeah yeah yeah, yeah can we yeah. just do this yeah no you gotta, you gotta I'm gonna have to unlock you my look computer. so young in that picture because I have a beard so when, oh. when my when my listeners when my computer falls asleep and it has to be woken up again that you see a picture of me and I have to enter my password and the picture mm-hmm. of me is me without a beard and I, I do look younger without a beard yeah so um, do I yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, what, we, what about your? Can we pause? Can I just say? Can we have another cupcake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. If we have it, will you have half? Yeah, definitely. Solid. I was going to ask you about the rest of the trip to Berlin. Were there any uh, any? I mean, it's okay. So you got back on your bike after that, which happened in one. that happened in March, did it? Uh, that happened in March. Um, and then you did your trip um, in in April, May? End of April, beginning of May. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. You you weren't deterred by your, no, your traumatic all. experience. No, no. And you, in fact, you decided to, to double down on the cycling and, and do it really long distance. Yeah. What were the roads like that you were... I know it was flat, but you were riding through Germany. I, th- I imagine Germany going long distances, I think, Autobahn. Oh, People driving BMWs no. incredibly fast. I didn't go on the Autobahn. No, 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 no. Obviously, because... It wasn't an auto, it was a Fahad. It's really hard to pronounce. My first, can I tell you about my first proper conversation in German? Yes. So I started studying German in um, February, maybe? Mm-hmm. After, some, after I got invited on this trip, I was like, I better learn some German. Yeah. So I started studying and um, thank you. Hold on, Kate. How are we going to manage the, uh, the, the consumption of the cake? You go first and I'll tell you. You carry German on with story. your anecdote. I'm going to mute my microphone in three, two, one. Poo. I wonder at which point the poo cut out. Early. Not sure. They Early. didn't hear the pew. Yeah. See, I don't know if you can hear him. Um, I was just saying that. So I started learning German um, to be able to obviously sort of navigate my way a little bit more easily around Germany. And um, my first proper conversation in German was as I was cycling around the edge of Dusseldorf. Uh, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong. I'm sorry, German speakers. And um, I was going over this bridge and I wanted to take a photo of the view of the city. Uh, I didn't go into Düsseldorf. It looked very nice from the outside. Um, and so I stopped on this bridge and I have a bicycle where you clip into the pedals. You ha- you wear special shoes that clip to the pedals um, because it makes you more efficient when you're pedaling. Um, so I had to unclip. So I stopped on this on this uh, bridge and I unclipped one foot and sort of put it to the side. And a, a family was walking past me, um, a mum and dad and a little girl. And the girl watched me do this 
she was about six years old maybe and then she said cool as farad which means cool bicycle um and i was like oh my goodness i understood her <laughs> so wow. it was very cool i was very happy um and i said danke uh, which means thank you um, and then i took my photo and got back on my bike and cycled past them again and then i waved at them and said juice which means goodbye so juice juice like apple juice no, juice. Juice. T-C-H-U-S-S. Juice. Juice. Yeah. Juice. Um, and it was just, it was obviously not an in-depth conversation, but it was just very pleasing to have this like fully genuine interaction in a language that I'd only been learning for about three months by that point, I think. And it, it was, and I, it was, one thing that was nice about it was they, from that conversation, probably don't know that I don't really speak German as well. I, I, thought, I felt like I tricked them, that they maybe think my German's okay. It's wow, not you, good. You did it. You, you kind of checked the boxes of a successful interaction in another Fully language. successful. Which is where you like you say the right things at the right time and that you both leave. The other person goes away not knowing that you're a relative I beginner. I suck at German. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No idea. It was great. Yeah, well done. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, it's a cool bicycle. Yeah. Um, what kind of bicycle is it? It's a touring bike. Yeah. Um, which is, it, it's similar to a road bike in that the tyres are quite thin, mm -hmm. um, but um, it's, the tyres are thicker than on a normal road bike. So you can go, for example, if you have a track with a bit of gravel on it or something, you can go on that. And they're also um, heavier than road bikes. So you can put a lot of luggage on them. They've got a rack on the yes, back. Yes, on They've the back. Mud guards. Yeah, you can put a rack on the front as well if you want to. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, they can carry a lot of weight. Handlebars? What yes, kind they of... have handlebars, yes. Good. What... <laughs> <laughs> Not a unicycle. What kind of handlebars? Drop handlebars. Drop handlebars. Yeah. Meaning? Meaning that they uh, they go out straight and then they drop down either side. They sort of drop down and forwards. Yes. So you're going to lean forwards. You and can. You, do you have those cool brakes where the brake handles, you can, you, with those drop handlebars, you can hold them on the sort of horizontal yeah. part or you can lean forwards like Batman in um, The Dark yes, Knight. I do look like Batman. You kind of go into that forward yeah, position. Yeah. And you've got like trigger style brakes on the front as yes. well. I've, I've only got them on, they're on the side. They're on, on the, the drop part of the handlebars. Oh, that's where yeah. the brakes are. Right? So if you're on. standing up holding the top part, if you're kind of climbing yeah, up a hill, you can't break. You can't break. No. Okay. All right. You've got to get used to it. It's quite. It's also a very, very big bike because I'm quite a tall person, um, and it was made for me. I what? went really. Yeah, I went to the shop. It's called Thorn. They're a very, very good bike manufacturer based in the UK, and the frames are made in. I'm pretty sure it's Taiwan. Um, and you go there and they take all your measurements and then the frame is made for you. Mm. So because wow, I'm quite great. tall, it's a very big bike. It was my 21st birthday present for my parents who are very keen cyclists. Yeah. Two of my parents are my, my mum and my stepdad. Only two of your parents. I've got right. four. You've got four parents. Yeah. Which is honestly greedy. <laughs> but they were all great. So. That's nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Fantastic. Yes. All right. What was the, what was the best part of the trip? Mm, was it that moment when that you spoke moment, German? That moment was really lovely. Where a girl said, wow, cool bicycle. Was what was it again? Moment. Cool cool as Farad. Because it sounds almost like she's going, cool as fuck. <laughs> How old was this girl? She was about six years six old. Years I don't old. think she was Mommy, look, she has a cool as fuck bicycle. <laughs> I would love that. Um, cool as far. 
Fahrrad. I, I think I'm saying it. Fahrrad. It's Fahrrad. I'm, I'm rolling the R mostly because I recently uh, learned to roll it, R's. Not, there are R's. Fahrrad. Uh, no, it's it, Fahrrad, is it? Some Germans roll their R's a little bit. Okay. I think it depends where in, you're from in, in Germany. Dusseldorf, maybe they... I don't know. This is my yeah. attempt to say it. Yeah. Fahrrad. It's hard. F-A-H-R-R-A-D. It's Fahrrad. It's far harder than you think. Than you think, yeah. But um. Um, uh, uh, there'll be German listeners. You can jump into oh, the comment yeah. section, guys, and uh, help Germans, us out. Germans, please forgive my my pitiful attempts to speak your language. It's a beautiful language. I absolutely love German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Um, do you speak German? Uh, nine. Oh. Uh, hmm. No, I don't. All evidence to the contrary. Yeah, no, I really don't. I don't. But I like hearing it. I like it when I hear people speaking German. It's just, yeah, it's great. I, lo- I love all the languages. Uh, I love hearing people speaking them in, uh, you know, in, when I hear people just overhear people in conversations and just like yeah. listen to it and think, which language is that? Wow, mm-hmm. listen to all those different sounds. Like I was hearing someone speaking Arabic the other day in a oh, shop yeah. where I was taking a package back into the shop and there were just a couple of people chatting in Arabic and it's like, wow, that's awesome. Um, so yeah. the, 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 your journey, did it take longer or less time than this episode of the podcast oh definitely less time really yeah for sure <laughs> all right yeah okay i listened to a podcast as i was cycling yeah what did you listen to um it's a podcast to learn german it's called coffee break german yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know coffee break i do know languages. the coffee break series every time i look at a, a, the, the the lists of the top podcasts yeah. in the language learning category they're always at the top of the list coffee break yeah. german coffee break french coffee break italian and there's luke's english podcast down somewhere yeah. further down the list no, they're because very good. They're, they're, they're very, very good. good for getting you from beginner, or in, the, in my case, nothing, up to some understanding. So you say they're very good at getting you from Paris to Berlin. Yes, on a, on on a, a, bicycle. On a bicycle. Yeah. There's another one. Um, uh, uh, Auf Deutsche gesagt. Hmm. Auf Deutsche gesagt. Do you know what that means? Apparently, it means German as it's spoken. Um, I think, or spoken German. But it's a, a, li- a podcast listener. One of my listeners does that podcast. It's for higher level uh, German speakers, though. So if you get to um, a sort of gesagt, B- gesagt, gesagt, yes. Okay. Auf, auf Deutsche gesagt. I'm probably yeah. pronouncing it wrong. Uh, but yeah, when you get to that B1, B2 level, okay. then yeah. you can start listening to Auf Deutsche gesagt. I look forward to it. I'm going to continue studying German. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really yeah. like it. Yeah, and I think in, in uh, Robin's podcast, that's the name of the host, mm-hmm. he does uh, sort of, you know, conversational stuff. It's not just instructional stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you want to listen to, it's probably something similar to Luke's English podcast, but I'm, I'm almost 100% certain that it's shorter and more efficient. It will be more efficient, yeah. Yes, very which is not point. hard, is it? We've set a low bar for that. <laughs> Depends. Depends what uh, people are looking for. If they're looking for rambling conversations where we go from A to B to G to to N and throw a few jokes in between, mm-hmm. then you know this, that's what they that's what they get, isn't it? With this and a, and a cake, if they want to hear someone eating a cake or not hear someone eating a cake, you're going to mute me and talk I, for a bit. I didn't. I didn't mute you. You've been eating a bit of cake and I didn't mute you, and but no one away. noticed. Did you? Know, did you hear that, listeners? You didn't, did you? Can you mute me now so I can eat some more, please? Kate will be muted in three, two, one. Okay. So, listeners, what else shall I ask Kate? I did actually write some things down. We've got to stop this at some point because otherwise, I mean, do we? Should we? Yeah, I have to go to work. You do? What? You, oh, really? What about your lunch? I have a meeting so I can eat during the 
you, you can eat during the meeting. Oh, really? Everyone's going to be okay with that? <laughs> I'll <laughs> oh. mute myself. Um, okay, so my question's like, what kind of bike do you have? You've answered that. How did you get into cycling? Um, okay, your parents. Your parents are keen cyclists. Have you ever done a jump on your bike? Have you ever done a jump on your bike? No, she's shaking her head. No. Have you Have you ever done a... I'm not 12, Luke. I know. Have you ever done a skid on your bike? <laughs> Doing a skid, listeners, that's when you pull the brakes and... The, maybe one of the tyres slides along the floor. Something you do when you're 12 and you think it's really cool. I've done that. I've yep. done that by accident while it's snowing. All right, that's not snow fun. is the worst condition in which to 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 try and ride a bike. I thought drunk would be the worst condition. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, snowing is the worst weather condition. Or snowing, snowing and also icy roads. Snowing obviously. when you're cycling when you're drunk and it's snowing and it's snowing. Yeah, that is a real recipe for disaster. Yeah, have yeah. you ever had a crash? You answered that. Yes. Have you ever gone over the handlebars? No, luckily. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people who have. How about this question, Kate? If you haven't ridden a bike for quite a long time and then you do it again, is it easy to remember how to do it? (laughs) (laughs) Kate's still eating her cupcake. Yes, it's like riding a bike. Yay! Obviously, I set that one up. Do we need to explain that? Go on. If something's like riding a bike, that's exactly what it means, the thing that Luke has just said. It means once you've learnt it, you never forget it. Yeah. So, for example, I've been away on holiday or, you know, for, for a few weeks, I've been off work and I come back and it's like, oh, God, you know, oh, I'm a bit rusty. I haven't been, I haven't taught for a while. And Kate says, oh, don't worry. It's just like riding a bike. You'll get straight back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Meaning something that's something you haven't done for a while, but you can do it easily. You'll never forget how to do it. It's like yes. riding a bike. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I think that's probably a good... Do you think we've talked enough now? I think we've probably done enough. Oh, goodness me. How much is too much? Um, it's <sighs> how all rel- long is a piece of string? It's, yeah, exactly. How long is a piece of string? Uh, well, I guess the listeners can, can conclude that uh, they got, you know, an extra uh, two hours for nothing, you know. Uh, it's unless, always free, isn't it? Yeah, unless they are paid subscribers who get the premium content and the and no oh, yeah. and no adverts because oh, yeah. in some regions the episodes will be interrupted at the can you interrupt something at the start i don't know but mm. in some regions there's an advert be preceded the, by an advert yeah there can be a little advert at the beginning and there's often one in the middle that will interrupt proceedings and then one at the end but if you're a paid subscriber to luke's english podcast premium then you don't get uh, any of those interruptions and you also don't right. get to, yeah and you get access to all the premium episodes as well, of course. Um, what, what's in the premium episodes? I teach, what, what am I missing out on? I teach stuff. There's stories. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I've been doing a series lately called Storytime. Very, mm-hmm. very original um, title. How did you come up with it? It's time for a story. Storytime. Um, and uh, I, t- I tell stories about things that have happened to me in my life. For example, I've never, I haven't done a bike crash story, but I could maybe yeah. if I could just think of a time when I fell off a bike, make that into a story. I did, I've done some some episodes where I t- tell a story and then I teach some vocab from the story. Then I provide them with little grammar exercises using the story um, pronunciation practice where they they can mm. listen, repeat after me. Um, all available at teacherluke.co.uk slash premium. That's good, isn't it? Hmm. Do you yeah, have a little tip there? Little what, ad, so little what percentage plug. of the of what you put out would you say is premium? Um, in terms of like behind the premium paywall. Yes. Um, so I tend to do a premium series uh, 
something like every four episodes. So there might be four mm. episodes of the free, the free podcast. To be fair, I probably do too much free, and I mm. should probably be making people pay for more of it. But just it's just the way I do it. But I'll do pretty much an episode every week of the of the free show, right? And that's just uninterrupted most of the time, yeah. unless I, you know, unfortunately, unless, in yeah. some cases, <laughs> maybe, yeah, or less. In this my, case, yeah, perhaps. But I mean, un, in un, uninterrupted in the sense that it, they come every week. Oh, you know? sorry. <laughs> uh, but also uninterrupted, like when you press play, that's it. You know, um, just a stream of consciousness, just talking, and then um, and then uh, every month I'll upload a premium series and that would be normally two or maybe more episodes the first one is where i'm telling the story and teaching some stuff mm -hmm. the second one is pronunciation practice uh, also mm -hmm. do different types of premium episode there's language review ones where i go through conversations i've had on the podcast pull out bits oh, of language that nice. has that has come up and then have a list and i explain talk about it and demonstrate it and highlight little things and then do pronunciation practice that sometimes those are quite long series because mm. if I have 20 items of vocab, I cover the first 10 in the first episode, then pronunciation practice, then the next 10, mm -hmm. then more pronunciation practice. That's four episodes. Sometimes I will just talk, uh, you know, ramble like this mm. and then afterwards go through lots of, the, lots of the vocab and expressions that came up naturally and then do pronunciation practice. Um, sometimes do a kind of a deep dive into an area of grammar. Oh, I love a deep dive. I did something grammar. like a twelve-part series on present perfect. Of course, you did. The present perfect is the reason that we have jobs. Yeah, it is. Thank yeah. God for the present perfect and that and phrasal verbs, keeping us all in employment. Keeping us all in employment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keeping English learners everywhere in a perpetual state of frustration. <laughs> but we have jobs. It's like dentists, like uh, in the sense that they're uh, glad that we have teeth. The yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness teeth exist, or I'd be out of a job. <laughs> I mean, thank goodness that dentists are uh, the the uh, the irony of being a dentist that you're there to try and pr help people with their oral health. But if everyone's teeth were fine, then they would be out of a job. So I'm not saying that dentists are also um, uh, causing the tooth problems. No, it's not some conspiracy <laughs> theory about dentists. Uh, what am I talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I've I got don't no know idea. why I said it's like dentists. I, I had an idea in my mind, but now I can't verbalise it. Fair enough. Anyway, never we've mind. We've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. Um, Kate Billington, thank you very much for coming back onto my podcast. Luke Thompson with a P, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been lots of fun. Thank you so much for bringing cake. It was delicious. You're very welcome. And take care on that bicycle. Oh, thanks, I will. I've got my helmet. Yeah, good. Always. New one. Not yet. Uh, get a new helmet, I know. please. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, should I? Should we tell everyone to follow you on TikTok at the British Council? Yeah, TikTok? why not? The British yeah. Council's TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I haven't made any videos for a while because I'm kind of figuring out what to do next. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, why not? We love that. We love that. Go on to TikTok, search British Council. Yeah. Bob's British your Council uncle. online. Yeah. British like Council that. online. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah do it. Um, also, um, mini English lessons on YouTube. There's even more of those now. British I'm Council in. mini English lessons. Yeah. If you want to watch Kate laughing and I teach. laugh so much in those. <laughs> we talked about the singular they one, didn't we? I, I love think, singular they. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Uh, yeah. Watch those. They're fun. I like that. Cool. And you can follow me on Instagram. It might be top of the Billington. At Instagram.com. <laughs> Don't listen to Luke. 
do listen to Luke. I mean, listen to his podcast. At but Luke's don't. English Podcast. It's actually teacherluke.co.uk, not English, yes. lukesenglishpodcast.com. Although if you do type in lukesenglishpodcast.com, if you can actually spell it, then that will also take you to... Uh, oh, will to, it? You know, redirect it. Clever. Yeah. Clever, clever. <laughs> Fair um, enough. All right. Brilliant. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. Thank you to your listeners. And I hope that this was the, the correct speed and there wasn't too much laughing, eating or sneezing. Uh, who who can tell? Who Only can the tell? listeners can decide on those things. But, you know, such is life. We can't uh, control or account for absolutely everything. Completely true. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you nice very one. much. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm still here. Still laughing. <laughs> Well, what else can I add at the end here? Uh, Not that much, probably. Uh, That was a good episode, wasn't it? I hope so. I think if you're still here and you're still listening, then you will hopefully agree that that was a good, fun episode with lots of different things included in it. Interesting stuff. Hopefully it kept you engaged and entertained from the start to the finish. Thank you again to Kate for her contribution and for the cupcakes of course, which uh, were delicious, and I shared them with my family. Uh, my daughter in particular was absolutely delighted to to have cupcakes, and uh, I put one in her lunchbox as a snack for a couple of days. Um, she had a cupcake every day, and she was chuffed, meaning really pleased. So that's nice, isn't it? Um, all right, there you go. Fine, good. You're still here. Leave me your comments. Of course, I'm always curious to know, uh, you know, what's been going through your head while listening to uh, these episodes. Hopefully you do have thoughts running through your head as you listen to my content. Uh, That's the idea, right? So, you know, if you feel like it, you could uh, put your thoughts into the form of words uh, put together in the right form, in the right order, constructed to make meaningful sentences in order to express how you feel listening to the episode okay and you can just write those in the comment section on my website you can write them on social media Uh, you could write them in an email if you like that's always nice Um, i'm recording this little outro part because you've got an intro like an introduction outro it's not really a word but you've got the intro at the at the beginning and then the outro which is what you use to kind of go out of the episode at the end anyway at the end here so i'm recording this in the middle of June, so this is a few weeks after having the conversation with Kate. And yeah, I'm still stuck in a time loop, of course, uh, recording all these episodes in advance. Uh, What I actually prefer to do is record an episode and then publish it, and then record another one, and then publish that. I like to do it I like to keep my life reasonably simple in that way and just record, then publish, then record, then publish. Then I know where I am and what's going on. But that's not what's been happening recently, of course. But just to kind of give you an update, yeah, so um, everything's fine. My wife is totally fine. She's still, you know, pregnant, of course, very much so. The due date for child two is at the beginning of July. So my wife is uh, about eight and a half months pregnant now. And uh, she's, you know, she went to the hospital this morning just for a checkup, the, the hospital where she'll be giving birth. Everything's fine. The baby's doing fine. It's all fine, fine, fine. Uh, so we are basically ready. 
the curtains in in our apartment. This is a long story. It's still an ongoing situation, but everything's going to be fine. Um, and so we're we're you know it, the the child could arrive at any moment. Uh, but when you're listening to this, so you'll be listening to this in August, I think. So hopefully, all going if all goes well, then the baby will be with us. Um, we'll see. Um, but anyway, uh, I hope you're doing fine. I hope you, hope you've been having a nice summer. I think I'm going to end here because this is this is too long, isn't it? This is too much, isn't it? Isn't it too much? Someone's going. No, it's not. I keep going. We like this. Okay, all right, all right. Well, you're going to have to wait until next, uh, probably next week, to listen to the next episode. I'll give you no clue as to what that one will be. Um, it's but it should be fun as well. Uh, but if you can't wait, then you can always go back into the episode archive. You know, there's hundreds of episodes there that you could listen to as well. Loads of them. Have you heard all the episodes? You might not have. Go back and check out some of the other ones. teacherluke.co.uk slash episodes. Or just if you're listening in a in a podcast app, just scroll back. Just do a bit of scrolling. And there you will find all sorts of other episodes for you to enjoy. And you could like, you know, put them in your playlist or whatever and listen to them. Uh, it's up to you. Actually, I've just remembered there is something I could add here. And that is, if you're into cycling and you enjoyed listening to Kate describe her cycling trip, and that's the kind of content you've been looking for, then you could go back all the way back to episodes 136 and 196, Long, long term Lepsters. Do you remember those episodes? So, episode 136 was called Cycling from London to Paris, and episode 196 was called Cycling from Coast to Coast. Two episodes about long cycling adventures, both with my friend Ben Fisher, who is a dedicated and enthusiastic cyclist, which you would expect, wouldn't you, if he's cycling such long distances? I mean, if he didn't like cycling, you'd think, why? Why are you doing this to yourself? Is it you just can't afford a car? I don't know what's going on, but no, he loves cycling. And uh, so, yeah, years ago, I did two episodes about cycling with Ben Fisher. The first one was after Ben had cycled from London to Paris, and you might be thinking, how did he? How, what did he cycle over the English Channel? How did he deal with all the water? that separates those two countries, well, you'd have to listen to find out, to find out whether he swam with his bicycle on his back, unlikely, uh, to be honest, or whether he somehow floated, um, floating bicycle, I don't know, unlikely again, or did he cycle under the water, cycling on, along the bottom of the, the, the sea bed, also unlikely, or maybe he took um, some other form of transport. Maybe he put his bike on a boat or his bike on a train, which sounds exciting, doesn't it? Putting transport on other types of transport. Yeah. And by the way, if you're wondering, wait a minute, you, do the, what do you have, like trains that go through the ocean in Europe? Well, sort of, uh, just in case, I don't know where you are, where you're living. Most of you are like, yeah, the Eurostar, of course, Luke, but there's one person in another part of the world is like, what? You have trains that go through water? What? What? What What kind of strange technology is this? Well, no, it's a tunnel. There's a tunnel that goes under the uh, under the English Channel. It's called the Eurostar, the Eurotunnel. Yeah, they tunnel under the, under the, uh, not just through the water, but under the ground, under the water. You know, I'm sure that you've got similar tunnels in other parts of the world as well. And and now there's another person going. Oh, I didn't even realise that there was a 
there was any water separating those two countries. I don't know who's listening to this. Who are you? Who are you with your lack of knowledge of anything? At this point, that person who doesn't know is just going, Luke, it's just me. I'm just a voice in your head. There's no real person in the world who, A, doesn't know about the... Uh, the the tunnel between the tunnel that goes under the English Channel and B there's certainly no people listening to this who didn't realise that there was C between England and France. Okay, everyone knows that it's that that, that Britain is an island and that England and France are not connected. Everyone knows that. Are you sure though? Are you sure? Voice in my head. Yes, I'm absolutely sure. Now get on with what you were saying about cycling and stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. Don't be so angry. All right. Okay. Everything's okay. No need to be angry. All right. Well, okay. How did Ben travel from England? How did he cycle from London to Paris? Did he cycle through the water or did he take his bike on a boat or did he go through the Euro tunnel? Less exciting, but certainly more realistic. Anyway, if you want to hear that story, go back to episode 136. And that does include quite a lot of the cycling vocabulary that you might have been looking for, including all the different parts of a bicycle. Um, So that's all included in episode 136. And then one episode 196 was uh, cycling from coast to coast. Another interview with Ben Fisher. Uh, This time he uh, raised the stakes and cycled an even longer distance in comparison to what he did before cycling from London to Paris. This time he cycled from the north coast of France all the way to the south coast of France, which is a very long way, Um, actually. France is a large country. And, um, I mean, it's not as large as some countries. Obviously, if if you're living in China and you cycle from one end of China to the other, that's clearly a longer distance. But, um, you know, still, fairly, France is a fairly large country and cycling from the north to the south is a fairly long trip. In fact, in fact, I have to say, it is a longer journey than the one that Kate did cycling to Berlin. Not to try to um, lessen Kate's achievement, but still, it is something. And uh, so that's interesting. And that one's got a few stories in it, a few funny moments, including the, the moment when um, somewhere in the middle of France, Ben was exhausted, tired, uh, thirsty and hungry and desperately needed a place to stay. He rode his bike into a campsite down at the end of some long country road. And he thought that he'd found his, his place to stay for the evening. He thought he'd found his uh, respite for the evening, but uh, it turned out to be a nudist colony, uh, which is, a, a if you're wondering what a nudist colony is, is the sort of place where people like to spend all their time with no clothes on. So um, that was awkward, wasn't it? Oh, no, what's he going to do? Well, if you want to know what happened, you'll have to listen to the episode. So that's episode 136 and episode 196, two other episodes about cycling with all the cycling vocabulary and uh, a few stories in there too, okay? So if you want to take a journey back, even further back in time, go to those episodes and you will find them in your podcast app or on the uh, episode page on my website. But anyway, thank you for listening to this. I will speak to you again soon, okay? But for now, it's just time for me to say goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk.
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humor and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.